First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, and welcome back to the Drew Podcast. I'm Ho-ho! Jordan. I'm Jordan. I'm just here for the ride because, you know, Drew's the talent, Drew's the mouth. I'm just that guy behind the scene pulling the levers. And because I just get my ass kicked every week, every time we do a top five. So, Drew, you you ready to tackle your podcast here? Bro, even even Jordan needed his even, even Jordan needed his Steve Kerr, so. Oh, I got it. So you're saying you're Jordan and I. I got confused at first. I was like, wait, uh, my name's Jordan. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I'm Michael Jordan. The joke was supposed to be that I didn't even make you Scotty. I went all the way down the, all the way down, and gave well, you Steve Kerr. I guess. Um. So anyway, welcome beers, back. Two beers. Podcast. Woo! Let's do this. Okay. Let's let's get in, into the niceties, as we once said. Two brew salute. Assume positions. Three, two, one. Ah. Oh, 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 Georgie Bear! Oh, baby George Georgie. is going nuts. I'm way too oh. far away. Uh, You're good. <laughs> from my mute button. That was very unexpected. Oh, he's hey, he he's welcome anytime. Hopefully, he, uh, uh, hopefully no one's stealing my car outside. <laughs> he he just heard the two brew salute. He wants in on it. So oh. I got a a Lawson's finest liquid. Um, hops a lot. Almost it's spelled like. Sir Lance a lot, but it's hops a lot. Um, nice can. I don't know. I'm gonna try it here. Seven percent. I like it. Not bad. I'm a, not I'm bad. A, I'm a, I'm a, I've always been a fan of King Arthur and Lancelot. I don't think yeah. even even the bad movies I tend to watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, this I like his other ones better. I like Lawson's other ones better, but this is still good. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I got a Trogues Nectar of the Gods, some Nugget Nectar. Jeez, dude, how many I'm of those? Drinking, dude, I bought two cases, and I'm, dr- <laughs> I'm drinking out of a uh, a Lagunitas. I guess, I guess it's a mason jar. We got them uh, when we were out at the Lagunitas, uh, the brewery out in San Fran, and uh, it's got a got a little pity on it. So it was, it was perfect. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh yeah, these are these are awesome. So that's awesome, dude. It's all my favorite things: beer, uh, California, and uh, and pitties. That's right, man. It's all all in one thing. Only cost me three bucks. That's what we call a bargain. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm not even mad. Uh, I'm gonna go eat a whole wheel of cheese later. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of pit bulls, um, not not a lot of boxing th- last week or this week. I know people were a little bit excited last week. Zukon ended up getting smacked anyway. <laughs> that one, that one twenty six man. After we had War, War, Warrington and Khan were the big dogs, and uh, they both both lost in their their first fights back from the from the pandemic, and in pretty pretty awesome fashion. Both got KO'd. Seriously. So whoopsie. Um, big whoopsie. And so nothing really this week either. Um, you know who's following... not a you know you know who hasn't slacked off in the one twenty six division. Who? Navarrete. Yes, I was hoping you were going to go there. Um, what is he three and zero at one twenty six? I believe I so. so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, 
love him. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, just a little news and notes. Uh, Fury Wilder officially is on October 9th now. Yes, that just got um, announced a couple days ago. I, I didn't listen to it. I was at work. I had it on mute. But I guess Fury, what, started talking smack all over again? <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. He was, looking, he was looking – I mean, it was from his shoulders up. I wasn't honestly. I wasn't even sure it was him. He looked like super fat and swollen. Sweet. That's. I mean, he wants to, his his game plan was to get up to three hundred pounds. Three hundred so. pounds. I know. And I'm just like, uh, I don't. I don't know. Deontay Wilder. I said it. I said it when they when they said there was going to be the trilogy. We'll see, man. We'll see as we get closer to the fight how they how they look. Um, yeah, I'm 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 saving my pre- I, I'm leaning Fury, but I'm gonna save save my prediction until it gets closer. Okay. Um, KK Loma Oof. just tweet, tweeted out December 11th. Yeah, he's not he's not a big a big Twitter guy. Uh, and I was uh when I was in uh in Nashtown Friday morning I'm on the on the elliptical, and I get a notification tweet Vasily Lomachenko. I'm like, well, that's odd. I click on it and it just says December 11th, and I was like, "Oh!" It was like that uh, that Chris Pratt gif where he like starts like he turns his head and does that face. I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> oh yeah." So like uh, it's Christmas morning. <gasps> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's probably Comey that he's gonna fight. Um, I I gotta think. Yeah, that I saw some, that floating out there. I I gotta think that somehow they. Uh, like Lopez, if, I, I guess he's still boxing. I don't know if he retired or not, but I gotta think they got this Cambosis fight has to happen, whether it's with Troller, with Top Rank, with Matchroom, uh, and I just I don't think it's enough time. I think it's too soon for that to be a Loma Loma Lopez too. So I think I think they'll they'll put him in with with Comey, another guy that Tiafimo fought and beat, and so they'll put Loma in there to build up the hype a little bit more for the rematch. Aram said he's not rolling out Devin Haney. I I don't see that happening. So I think there's too much that would have to get worked out to to get those two in the ring. So Mark more or if 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 you had to bet bet on on Comey, but it will be December 11th is Heisman weekend, I believe, which means that will be in Madison Square Garden, which means at least one half of the two Brew crew will be there. Yeah. Um. I. If it's in the garden on December 11th, I'm gonna I'm gonna really try and make that happen. Sweet, sweet. Um, and you know what? There was a third piece of news, and I couldn't remember. You know what it was, Drew? Um, they ordered uh, Shakur versus Herring. They did. Did he? Did they? Uh, did you check his Twitter? Did they actually sign it yet, or announce the fight date? Um, no, I don't think they did. Okay. Um. Here I'll check it real quick. But well, the thing to cut, did you see the percentages on that? Yeah, it's like sixty-seven to like thirty-three in favor of Shakur, which is just insane. Yeah, that's insane. But you know what? Good for Herring because he's just like, you know what? Uh, I'll get paid if, if I win this. I'll get paid. So let's just do it. Um, which I, I don't understand why more guys don't have that attitude because like that's exactly what's that's what's gonna happen. Like. It's like he's um, Herring is the champion right now. Um, it could happen as soon as October twenty third in Atlanta, but uh, no, it's not announced yet. Um, I mean, it's just 
let's let's get it on you know and and i'm i am heavily in herring's corner on this one so uh yeah. he's 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 taking the short end of the stick on the purse um he's much less of a talker he's he's the veteran uh and i he i i just he's so cool i i like him yeah uh it's whatever uh the uh i still don't understand how they're how they're doing this percentage split based on their last fights and all this nonsense. Like he's, I know, like he's the champ. He should be getting, like he should he should be getting the the higher cut. But it is what it is. Um, I what think weight class is that true? One thirty, baby. Yes. I um, your 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 accurateness is uh is starting to rub off on me. I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I mean, listen, it's gonna be a great fight. Um. You know, I think I think Shakur is more talented, but you know, Herring Herring's got grit, man. He's not gonna he's not gonna go down easy and uh it should it'll be the first guy that'll I think really really push Shakur. Yeah, to, I agree. To have to get out of his game plan. Like I don't think Shakur's ever had to get, get out, out of, of his game plan, get out yeah. of his game like you know what I mean, you know, Tyson always said, right? Everyone's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. Not, I'm not saying Shakur is getting a punch in the mouth, but I think Herring will come at him to where he's going to have to make some some adjustments. Um, if Nakatila made him uncomfortable, Herring's gonna, definitely going to make him uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, Herring. Listen, Herring really impressed me in the last fight against Frompton. So, uh, I, just a well executed game plan was ready to roll. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Um, last boxing note. Um, USA has a few boxers in, in the Olympics right now. The only yeah. one I, the only one I have my, uh, the only one I have my eye on is Keyshawn Davis yep. at um, lightweight, one thirty-five, which they say sixty-three kilograms. And when I type that in a Google, that tells me one thirty-eight. So I don't know what the actual weight is in the Olympics. Right. Um. But uh, all the American pundits seem to really like Keyshawn. To uh, he's a big prospect win the gold yeah he's three and oh we talked about him on the pod a couple times um and he's three and oh in professionals um and he's in the semis tomorrow friday uh and then the gold medal is sunday Mm -hmm. um and olympics is five rounds um so that's how they're able to have such quick turnarounds um he's expected to win the semis and then the guy for cuba uh cruz He's expected to face him in the gold medal round. And in amateurs, Cruz has already beat Keyshawn Davis three times by split decision, uh, mixed decision, and uh, unanimous decision. So You know what they say. It's tough to beat a team four times in one season. So <laughs> Is it? It means, so, it means Keyshawn's due. Everyone's saying, oh, Keyshawn's going to get him this time. I, 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 this, this has, I just have a weird feeling that he's like going to struggle to even get to the gold medal. I don't know why, but um, maybe not. Anyway, so um, yeah, Keyshawn Davis. I ha- he actually his amateur record um, is actually seventy nine and twelve. Mm. Isn't that isn't that kind of crazy? Twelve losses as an amateur. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I, I think it depends. Um, yeah, but this Andy Cruz, he's lost to three straight times. Um, so that'd be fun. Yeah, I, that's that's one I, I I'm in, I you know got my eyeballs on, but the rest of them you know I think there there was a guy on for for USA got a silver today, 
yeah, I don't have Duke, my on anybody Duke, else. So. Duke, Duke Rogue or Reagan. Reagan. I, yeah, I Reagan. Reagan or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I, don't, I think we told this on the last part. I don't think uh, – I think Andre Ward back in 04 was the last male uh, USA Olympian to bring home the gold in boxing, so – yeah. So it'd be a big deal. The Klitschko's, the Lomachenko's, the Usyk's have, have been taking it home uh, the last few Olympics. So hopefully, hopefully Keyshawn comes through there. Yeah, that'd be cool. And ne- um, next next week's gonna be jam packed. We may need to do just a boxing only. Seriously. Jordan Jordan after dark maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll you know, maybe we'll give you your own show. Build that confidence up a little bit. <laughs> Start getting you some more some more listeners. So we do can my do my own top rest. five with myself. Right <laughs> then you then you would definitely can't, win. Can't lose, baby. Yeah, we got it stacked next 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 Friday and Saturday. So much boxing. I don't Woo. know. I don't even know what we're gonna do. Woo. Um, forget 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 those Home Depot trips. We're not gonna have enough time. Right. Um. All right, well, speaking of Olympics, um, you know, you wanted to touch on Team USA. Um, These games look, are killing me, man. These friggin' 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I, and, and Drew, so they're on Peacock? It's all different. Like, this last night's game, I think, was all – you had to stream it on, and like, NBC Sports. Or maybe – no, last night was Peacock. This morning – at 7 a.m., Slovenia and France was on NBC Sports. Like app. I, that was on my cable. <laughs> Slovenia and France. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, maybe before uh, maybe. I left for work, I was flipping through because I've been putting Olympics on for the kids before I leave for work. Yeah. And that was on, and they were like, "We don't want to watch basketball," and I was like, "Okay, whatever." Okay, maybe uh, maybe it was then. I just all I do is just go out to on demand and click the Olympic box, and then all whatever's on. It's like I just click on it. So, so do you have to pay it. for Peacock? It's part of my cable with Comcast. Oh, oh, uh, I got yeah, that makes sense. See, I got I got um, um, Verizon. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, how the hell do I watch this? I'm and I'm like, I'm not paying five bucks just so I could watch the Olympic, like yeah. like the Olympic team. Yeah, I mean, I get, I mean, you know. Everyone's like, "How do you still have cable?" I'm like, "Well, first off, I only I watch five chat." Yeah, well, with Comcast because Comcast is super pricey. But like, I'm like, whatever. I was like, I get, I get Peacock for free. I, like, I get most of those like HBO Max. I get for free. Like, it's like I, all those things that like add up. I'm like, I'm already getting those for free in my package. So, but yeah, it's been cool. Listen, the last night they went, they were down 15 uh, in the first half with about four minutes to play to Australia, who Australia remember beat them in the first exhibition game. They were hitting threes. Team USA didn't hit a three until I think there was about three minutes left. Booker just got a wide open look in the in the on the baseline and finally knocked one down. Three minutes it, left in the half? In the half, yeah. Until they finally hit their first three. Gotcha. I didn't feel easy about it because one, like I, you know, I, I said it before. I don't like Pop coaching this team, and it's not because because I, I think I'm on the record as much as I love Phil Jackson. I think Pop's probably the best NBA coach in the last thirty years. Um, you could debate that, you know, obviously, but I think it is. I just think you know when you have guys that don't play together and you're playing in the short span. I kind of want a younger coach that has to actually coach his NBA. If you're going to go an NBA coach, I want I want somebody like that's coaching a young team, you know, like a Brad Stevens or um you know, Monty Williams who's not coaching a team that, you know, basically had the same four guys for 13 years and you kind of just let them coach themselves because they went down 15 and like they're playing terrible. For, like Australia is on fire. They're not play, they're not playing good defense except for Durant. 
And like he's not calling timeout, he's not doing anything. I'm like, hey pop, like this ain't this 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 ain't the Spurs, man. Like you know, like I you have to you have to mix it up a little bit here. And so that had me worried. And again, it was more, and it wasn't just that they weren't making shots. Like they're again outside of Durant, who was just sensational on both ends the entire game. Like just everybody was slow. Nobody was playing defense. I'm like, we better watch out because Australia, like they 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 can get hot from three, and that 15 point lead can go to 25 real quick. Uh, they go on a, they go on a 14 to four run to end the half, so they cut it to three. And in the third quarter, they dominated and then went up by about 10 or 11 points. Got it up to 20 at one point, uh, then wrapped it up. Uh, like I said, Durant was just awesome. He's I mean he's been the best player. He should be the best player. Uh, they they were throwing two guys at him. He was still making just insane shots, and he was defensively flying all over the place, rim running. Uh, it was just awesome to watch. Booker caught fire in the second half that really helped them out. And Holiday's been good. Like he's he's played really good defense, and he's like he's oddly hit some good two point shots, like some layups and some little floaters, kind of when they're looking to stretch a lead. So I've liked Holiday. Your your boy, oh my god! I was so mad I couldn't send my gif. Uh, Middleton in, in the when they're down like eleven, Middleton missed a wide open dunk and then fouls a three point shooter. I was like, oh my god! If ever there was a time to send this stupid thing, it's now. But I can't. Huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then Levine Levine gave him some really good energy last night. Uh, had some good some some steals, some breakout dunks. Draymond's been really good defensively. Like he's he's kind of like. I don't want to say he's made for this kind of play, but you know he's he's found his niche there. So, uh, and they're going to play uh, Slovenia lost to France this morning. Something happened to Luca because like he didn't shoot the ball like the whole fourth quarter, um, and it wasn't like they were playing good defense on him or he was just like you know pulling a Chris Paul in Game Four and just like shying and hiding from the basketball. He would like he would do his Luca thing where he'd like get like five feet of separation from the three-point line and then he like pulled a ben simmons and wouldn't shoot so they were saying they thought something might have happened to his wrist during the game um but he had 18 assists which was crazy so and they almost saw slovenia and i'm like who the hell's on that team and then i saw it was luca and i was like that's it yeah i was like seriously put like like him and like four literal slovenians just on his back and just uh, took him to the semis of the olympics yeah this is their first <laughs> like, this, what this, the hell? this is his first international play loss he was 16 and 0 coming into today yeah. now he's 17 or 6 or 17 and 0 that I was think 17, was 17 and 0 yeah 17 yeah and um so it's a shame like i i, I you know I, I i again i don't know what happened but i i can only assume like he was getting by guys and he just wasn't shooting and, and france just, only beat him by one yeah, well, it was it was crazy because they go up five. Uh, they're up. T- France is up two. That t- uh, Timothy Lalawewu Cobra TLC who didn't never made a big shot for the, the Sixers. Cabrero. Yeah, yeah, that guy never made a shot for the Sixers or Nets in his career. A big shot nails a three uh, to go up five. You think it's over? Savlady makes one more run at it. It's a one point game with about eight seconds left. A guy gets free and looks like he's going to get a wide open layup with about one and a half seconds left, and Batum just tracks him and just blocks the ball and pins it against the backboard, and they win the game, which was awesome. So we're going to have France USA. I think it's ten o'clock tomorrow night, which is awesome because it's you know going to be a reasonable time, so I don't have to you know be dead the next morning. 
Uh, France or France already beat they beat USA in the round robin. Like that was yeah. the first loss. It's going to be interesting. I, I said last week. I still think Team USA is going to win the gold. Uh, it concerns me that they don't have a lot of two way players on the team, and I think that's the issue. Um, as to why they're not, you know, really blowing teams out. It's not this nonsense that the world's caught up. Um, I think they're going to win. Uh, I think they'll make again. I think they, I think like they had France, and France just, you know, somehow went on like a sixteen-two run to end the game in the fourth quarter. I don't see that happening. Uh, Booker and Holiday, they had just gotten off the plane and were playing that night. I. I I feel good about it. I think they're good. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be close, but I do think that Team USA is going to end up beating them. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, I look. My only ask is, like, can you friggin' put this on TV? Like, it, it, even last night, my yeah. kids were kind of up in the middle of the night, so I was kind of up, and I, I texted you, and I was like, "Where's the game?" And you're like, "Peacock," and I'm just like good night <laughs> i'm like come on like it's like where do i like i'm not friggin' like trying to stream an app so ah may, i'm just a boomer i guess whatever no it's annoying like i again like i because like now like it's the semis i get it for the round yeah. robin and all that crap but like uh, maybe it'll be on i don't know maybe it's it's only the the biggest sport in our country like in the olympics like whatever yeah no big deal <laughs> uh Anyway, so um, that that is a perfect segue. Unless do you have anything else there? No, it'll be like I said. It'll be uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's a perfect segue. Um, with the NBA draft was was last weekend. So um, you get you sent me your your voluminous notes, and I have them here in front of me. Yeah. And um, we uh, we kind of did a little mini preview. And um, what what'd you think, man? Um, well, first off, I just want to say I, I, I met Darren Williams, uh, briefly last week, which was awesome on draft night. Uh, love that guy. Uh, I was probably, uh, top did, five, top 10 experience for me. Did you ask him why they called him Duran? <laughs> like five of, years in the league. Instead of his actual name. To Darren? No, no, I should have. I, I was more worried that he, that's like, one of the things that's <laughs> bugged me in my, in my sports fandom lifetime. <laughs> that they didn't call him, but pronounce his name correctly. Well, like. Uh, what, uh, anyway, it's like sometimes you get the guy's last name wrong, and it's like after all these years, like we've realized finally he was wrong. Yeah, it was his no. first name. Like I, f- I figured he already thought I was a, I was just a jerk off when I said to him that uh, I still fight with people today that he's better than Chris Paul. So he probably thought I was just being an asshole. So I didn't want to stretch my luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went over I, the way I wanted to kind of go through the draft. Right last week, we kind of went through just some questions for the draft, some teams that we had to watch. Thought it'd be fun just to kind of recap that to see how it panned out, and then if we had any other big wins. So, you know, my first team that I, I first I was like, there's a couple teams that just had to come out of the draft with some good players. Like it's just it's time. They've been bad for too long. They got to start, you know, going on the up upswing. First of all, it was the Pistons. Uh, they had the number one pick. They didn't overthink it. They took Cade Cunningham. He was the number one prospect. Everyone thought he'd be, you know, the number one player. Uh, so they get a really good player there. He see he seems like he seems like the real deal. Uh, he you know he seems I mean he seemed like he was really embracing Detroit. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, 
So they got yeah, you know, they got the best player in the draft, and they got they got our guy Garza out of uh, out of Iowa, which I think is yeah. a good, which I think is a good pick for them. Um, again, he's just a guy that just the guy knows how you know he's been part of winning basketball, he's played meaningful games. So you know, I, I just think that that you know to start building a little bit of a culture there for a team that's kind of just been a hodgepodge of of NBA rejects here for the last eight years. Yeah, and you know. Um... Which, by the way, we mentioned um, Plumley. Didn't they trade Plumley out of there? They did, yeah. They did. I forget where he went, but they did trade uh, Plumley. But then they signed Kelly Olynyk, which I don't understand. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> which, you know what? I'm like, what, what are you? And, what are we doing? I didn't see that, but that that kind of like ties into what I was going to say next. Is like, and and you kind of just touched on it. it's like a hodgepodge team, and it's like, okay, so Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bay, like, all right, two good young prospects, really good, really good. Um, Garza, like. I kind of don't like that fit for him just because, like, I would like him better if he went to a team that could ha- give him a defined role. Like and, the Spurs. Like, and then he could work on his game yeah, and, and it, within, like, a certain set of parameters and then grow from there. Like, he's going to go there, and they're, like, going to be like, all right, run out there. And he's just going to be like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work for him. Yeah, I just I, I just think they just need to build a culture there, and I think he's a good culture guy for them. I, that that – could be true if if he can find some early success. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So win for them. Uh. Next was the Cavs. Again, that's a team that, you know, I mean they were yeah they were I mean they were in the finals in 2018. Uh. You know, LeBron had his four year thing that he does and left. Uh. They've had some high picks. They haven't made the playoffs yet. Uh, yeah. They had to come up with somebody. They had one draft pick in the draft. They yeah again they didn't overthink it. They took the best guy available for the at number three, Evan Mobley. I know you know we talked about him last week. Rangy, you know, kind of Chris Bosh like player out of USC. I think he's a really good fit. I think they, you know, they they have a nice nice front line now with Mobley who can stretch the floor, um, run the floor. They got Jared Allen now who's gonna you know obviously he he stays rim protection. Garland had a really nice year. Now it's just they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with Colin Sexton. Are they going to try to trade him? Or are they going to try to make it work with Garland? But yeah, I think getting Mobley here, I think you got a really good player for the next seven years. So Yeah, I I, I love Mobley, um, and I love Jared Allen, oddly enough. But yeah. I, I'm kind of like – I'm not saying it can't work, but I kind of want to see these guys play together because, like, they're both – seven foot and going to be taking up space and i'm just kind of like yeah i just i uh, like how's this gonna work yeah like, well i like the well mo- the fact that mobley i think can step outside can yeah more. like 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 alan can't do that um so i think i i think it's a good yeah, i mean they, they play different there. games i i get yeah that. it's yeah. just kind of like it's just kind of a little awkward looking because like are they gonna like is mobley gonna be able to defend fours i Maybe we'll see. I mean, while stre- he's young, stretch, while I mean, he's stretch, young, I should. He I mean, should stre- be, but... stretch fours. I mean, everyone's pretty yeah. much a stretch four yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, they got a good player, so they did. Yeah, I like that. Um, and the Magic were my other t- were my other team that they had to get somebody. They get to me. They maybe I'm just I got the 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 goggles on. They get Suggs falls to five. We'll talk about the Raptors. That nonsense. Uh, I I think that's the steal. Right, I mean, for what people thought was a four, really a four-player elite game changer draft, and then a lot of depth draft. Uh, 
I think they get one of the best players in the draft there. I know they got a lot of guards already, but it doesn't mean they're any good. <laughs> like to me, like Suggs is immediately better than Fultz and Cole Anthony. It's a no brainer. Love that pick. Um, I think he's a solid guy for them. Guy's a winner. I, I don't know why. I mean, he only fell one spot, but um, I love that. <sighs> I'm not big on, on, on Franz, Franz Wagner out of Michigan. I get that he's one of the, he's only 18. I get it. Stretch player, this, that, and the other thing. I just hate Big Ten players. I don't like. Is Tim Hardaway Jr. the best player to come out of the Big Ten in the NBA in the last ten years? Um, you're putting me on the spot, but I, there's got to be somebody. I mean, Con- I mean Conley. I think is past ten years, right? That Ohio State team. We were in college when they were freshmen, so I think he's past that. Like, when you think of some of the Big Ten guys there, I mean, if you just look at Michigan, you know, um, Stauskas, you know, crapped out. Um, Duncan uh, Robinson just signed a huge contract. Oh, good call. Yeah, I guess, well, whatever. He's different. He, yeah, he guess he is from Michigan, isn't he? He was Drew. He transferred, <laughs> he right? Yeah, he transferred. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, whatever. He was a transfer. He doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just I don't like Big Ten guys for whatever reason. Maybe I just hate the conference. But even like the Michigan State guys, like you know, they're always big. You know, big big prospects coming out. No one's really panned out there the last couple of years. I know Miles Bridges is you know doing a little something in Charlotte, but not to what people thought he would be. Um, so I don't like that pick. I your I think boy D'Angelo Russell out of Ohio State. That's true. But is he is has it, I guess he hasn't been in the league ten years yet, right? Probably not. He's probably been in there like six or seven. So yeah, maybe maybe I stand corrected on that point. Anyway, um, that's not the point. Still an all star. Um, Franz Wagner, you don't like him? No, Look, I, I don't. I kind of, I, I, just... I I do like Franz Wagner. Um, and I do like Suggs. Uh, like after taking like basically center and, and power forward after center and power forward after center and power forward. For like years um like you said now they kind of have a little bit of guards like not gonna lie i'm getting a little bit of a hawks vibe like of what they're building down there with like and and Suggs and, and is not the player that friggin um trey young old, is trey young is like i'm not saying that but like yeah. n- but now they kind of have like a star guard like that they can build around and like yeah. they kind of have some other pieces and I don't know. I'm kind of getting the Hawks vibe. I like Carter. Listen, I, and I, I, I love the trade that trade for them last year at the All Star break, where they got Wendell Carter for you know they they swapped with Vucevic. I'm a big one. He just needs to stay healthy. Like I, I really like him. Um, I think he can be really good. They got to figure out Mo Bamba. Like trade him. Like, if you're not going to use him, trade him. Like let him go. See if he can flourish somewhere yeah. else. Um, and then Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, I mean he's that's another thing. Health like. They've had some bad luck with some of these big guys staying healthy, uh, but it's just like move on from them if they're if you're not going to use them, like you know you need to do something so you can you can start to build something. So I just and it's not that I I don't I, I don't like I don't like Wagner for them. I would have I thought there were other players they could have maybe um, benefited from. Yeah, but deployed better. Yeah, but again, and, I think and, you know I I, 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 I to me Suggs him falling to them was awesome so okay so those were the three teams that i was they just needed to come up with good players um the two teams that i said had to come away with some depth just because of you know the way the teams are constructed and potential trades 
Uh, one was the Sixers, my awesome Sixers that are all kinds of awesome right now. Um, <laughs> they get Jaden Springer, um, late 20s out of Tennessee. Or sorry, late 20s picked. He's only like 19 years old. Um, freshman coming out of Tennessee. I like him. Good, def- Really solid defender. Uh, can knock down the three-point shot. I didn't shoot a lot of threes, but he shot at a really good percentage. I think he's the kind of guy that can can play right away. Um, I think you know you're building building up some young guys now with Maxi, with Thibel, and with Springer. So I really like that pick. Nobody else really thrilled me. Um, they get Petrus Prusevic. Uh, yeah, whatever. A center, a center out of some some country. Um, <laughs> and then whatever and then they get and then they take uh he wasn't from the monsters from another planet he was no, from he a country wasn't. on earth he, he was from a country on earth um but then they hey, you know what you wrote down these guys names and i couldn't read your handwriting so i just wrote down three <laughs> three other jabronis <laughs> and then they took they took charles Bess, bessiato western kentucky who's another center like these i look this i don't understand like the, their biggest issue is not having like scoring and three-point shooting and they're taking all these centers Did they sign uh, a center yeah so i mean i'm just like what are you doing uh i well i i thought that they dropped the ball not taking um mamu like because mamu they had 53 the bucks had 54 i would have really loved mamu for the sixers like his skill set playing off of joel like i mean again, again he's gonna be, he would be he's a rookie that's gonna sign a two-way contract but yeah. still like I I I really thought they were gonna take him, um, so I thought they had a missed opportunity there. But the K again, I really like Springer, so I think that's a good pick. Uh, the Nets hit fucking home run after home run after home run here. Um, they get Cameron Thomas out of LSU, who might have been the best scorer in the country, underrated. Um, averaged like twenty four points a game as a freshman. He's really good. I don't. I there had to be something that made him fall. Uh, that's a huge pickup for them at like 25, like huge. Uh, and then they get, uh, you know, Deron Sharp at a UNC, who's just a monster rebound. He's part of that Roy Williams, uh, you know, just circle of centers that he gets them, he gets them raw. And then, you know, all they can do is rebound their first couple of years. And then they become really good post scorers, uh, this guy was, he, yeah, yeah. I think he averaged seven offensive rebounds a game, which is just insane. Um, love that for them because that's a need that they really had to get. Um, Kessler, Kessler um, Edwards, I think, out of uh, Pepperdine, good player. Marcus Zagorowski out of Creighton, we know him. I think he's a good player. Um, yeah. And then they got somebody out of, I think they got some dude out of FSU. I mean, listen. If only Thomas and Sharp stick, those are huge. Those are two huge players for them to have on their bench. It's really good. Um, and I really like Zagorowski. I think he's a solid backup point guard. I mean, yeah. if friggin' Marcus Howard can get burned in the NBA, I don't. I don't see why Zagorowski, who's a much a much better like pure point guard, isn't yeah. you know can't help them out. So uh, Nets home run there. Um, all right, let me go. Who else I got? All right, and then the other my other teams to watch out for, Warriors and Wizards, and it was really more the Warriors because they had four, seven and fourteen. Like, what see, were they going to do with the? Yeah, what were they going to do? Uh, the Sixers came in and offered Ben Simmons for. <laughs> 
uh, to the Warriors for four first round picks, two of which would have been these the the seven and fourteen uh, the draft last week. Wiggins and and uh, and Wiseman. Uh, needless to say, the Warriors declined. Uh, Four first-round picks and Wiggins and Wiseman. Yeah, well, Wiggins would have been just Wiggins is just the salary filler. If they sure. if they if they make any trade, Wiggins is in it just for the the matching of the salary. So really, it was four first-round picks and Wiseman. Um, they they respectfully declined. Yeah. Um, so they Shock- took shocker. <sighs> I don't like Kaminga. Um, even though I know people are going nuts because he played really well in the summer league. I mean, he that was a guy who could have was being talked about as potentially being the number one pick in the draft six months ago. I, I feel like I, when they, you know, I don't know if you did you watch the draft? Like, were you watching or were you just like kind of casually listening? Uh, I honestly don't remember. I think I don't, so. As I guys, were, I think I had it on, but I as don't guys, remember. as guys were getting drafted, they had like five check boxes for each one, like mm-hmm. scoring this, this, and this, and the last one was intangibles. I feel like he was the only guy in the top like fifteen that didn't have the intangible box checked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I, like, I well, because the not the knock on him in the G League was like took take, takes a lot of plays off, uh, has a lot of inefficient plays, um, and to me, like with the war, and again, he may be part of a bigger trade, but to me, like if the Warriors are going to keep these two picks and not flip them, I don't know. That's one of the guys that I want to be banking on winning a title for with with Steph Curry. Uh, it, it was listen. It was an upside pick. They, you know, the, people thought he'd be gone by then, so they they rolled the dice. Uh, I do like Moody out of Arkansas that they took at fourteen. So I think they got two good players there. No trades happened. You know, they're still not done yet. Yeah, Something could see, happen. I I, I kind of liked the pick, and and like I said, I I wanted the Warriors to get to keep the picks, get younger, and just develop the bench and like yeah. So Kuminga, someone who can come in and, and be a playmaker, but like you don't have to rely on them. And like, yeah, I, he he's he needs reined in, no doubt. And like, but I think the Warriors is a good team to learn that, like because like you're not gonna have the freedom just to like go out there and waste possessions with like when Steph Curry is handling the ball like all the time, yeah. like like you and with Steve Kerr being a strong coach, you know my my protege. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, since I'm the Steve Kerr of the pod, yeah. Um, you know he, I feel like he's gonna help him with that. Uh, so I, I kind of liked it, and yeah, Moses Moody, good player. So like, that's what I wanted them to do myself. So, um, you know, we'll like you said, the in today's NBA, they'll probably just be, be flipped for some kind of like, you know, grade B superstar. <laughs> yeah, and that's not, and I, and I'm fine with them keeping the picks. I just. Uh... I just, I just, Kaminga rubs me the wrong, the wrong way. I don't know, but hey, listen, you know, kids, he's 18 years old, so, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. And then the Wizards, and again, I had the Wizards there just because they had two stars. They ended up trading somebody that we'll talk about here shortly. Um, uh, they had one draft pick. They took uh, Kispert out of Gonzaga. Your, your boy. Oh no, you're, you're a, t- uh, a tinny guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Add some. Add some shooting. That was fine. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, our other guys, our 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 seniors that we were saying, we hope some of these guys get uh, get drafted. Kudos to them, Sandro. Uh, you go ahead and finish. Mambu Kalashvili out of the Seton Hall University, number fifty-four to the Bucks. Great. Love great. the fit. Love, Love it. the fit. Love it. Like he's like with with the poor shooting they have, he's perfect for them to be. 
tall but stretch the floor, be able to dribble, pass. Like he's 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 basically a more skilled Bobby Portis. In Bro, my mind. imagine imagine how many open shots uh, Middleton. Holiday and whoever else you throw out there are going to get when like two guys are on Giannis and two guys are on Mamu. I know, right? Woof! It's going to be great. Like, like, I don't think he has the energy or the defense of Portis. Not that Portis is like, you know, some kind of lockdown defender, but I just, you know, he doesn't have like the energy or the physicality of Portis. But he doesn't have the physicality. I think Mamu's a good defender. Like, I, I think he's so- solid. And I, I think, think he could be. And, and I think he could be really good offensive. I, like, I just, I love the fit there. Love yeah, it. I agree. Um, and Boonhoser, like as as much as I shit on him for not being able to make adjustments and kind of teach his team, uh, oh, um, uh, okay, oh, I, I already forgot the quote. I remember I was mad. Oh, the uh, shit. What was it? Remember the quote I was mad about that I forgot to use for uh, uh, for Bud? Was it from the other guys? Uh, I already forgot it and wasted it. Damn it. Anyway, sorry about about the uh. <laughs> No, about the about the talk or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, remember we had the talk about doing smart or be, about being smart yeah. <laughs> or something. Ah, oh, it's already sorry. I digressed. I'm, I'm ruining a good segment. <laughs> it was so good. I was so mad that I forgot to do it. I'll remember, get it remember, I know. Oh guys, remember we had the be remember we had the be smart talk. We were not smart, <laughs> Gene. <laughs> It's Captain. It's not Gene. It's Captain. Um, anyway, uh, hey man, Garza. I, but yeah, Boonozer is a really good offensive coach when he has his system. I think he'll be good for Mamu. Um, and then Garza goes fifty-two to the Pistons. So some of these upperclassmen got picked, and that's good. Uh, so quick others because I know we're going along, but who gives? A sh- who cares, right? Um, that's what we're here for. I don't know what the Raptors are doing. They they take Scotty Barnes over Suggs. I mean, the only thing that you keep hearing about Barnes at a, at a like um, Florida State is that he's a really good teammate and everybody likes him. Like that's cool, but like I'm not picking him over Jalen Suggs because of that. I don't know. Scott, Scotty Barnes sounds like the name of a failed coach. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I, said, I like Barnes. I think he's a, a solid little player, but like. When you're you're basically that they're at the point where Lowry was out. I I don't know when Pascal Siakam became like unhappy in Toronto. Like they 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 gave him a max contract. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was like them letting all of their superstars go. <laughs> well, I mean before, but yeah, because they they paid him a max deal to be the superstar. Um, anyway, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. So like, I don't know why he's he needs to be traded now because now he doesn't want to be there. Which whatever. Um, but you're losing a lot of guys. Like I don't, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not. Hey, can I'm I just not taking right? him. Yeah, go ahead. Nobody cares about Toronto. Let's keep moving. All right, I, I blunder. I think they're gonna regret that, <laughs> uh, big time. Uh, I, I really like the Hornets draft. Uh, the Hornets are having a nice couple years here of like outside. Even, even though we all laughed at Gordon Hayward getting 125 million from them, like he had a good year last year. Lamelo was a good pick. Like PJ Washington was a good pick, and they kept it. James Booknight from UConn, who we talked about last week, was soaring up the mock drafts. Like he was as high as five in some of these mock drafts. Yeah, uh, he slipped to twelve. Like, I don't know what happened there. Um, I actually, I actually kind of thought I wanted the Warriors to take him at seven. Um, yeah, but yeah, he felt he falls to the Hornets. Listen, now the Hornets they got ball. They have Booknight. Uh, exciting stuff and then they get kai jones out of texas i 
I really liked what they did. I, you know, Michael Jordan's finally getting it right. Because in years past, you know who he would have taken at 12? Kispert. <laughs> like, that's who they would have taken. And instead, you know, they, they went with a little more upside and uh, and took best player available, and they took they took Book Knight. So, I, I mean, got, got a root for my man Cobra Kai Jones out of Texas. Woo! Back in December, baby. And then Kings. Um, yeah, I love Davian Mitchell. I don't know. I just love him. I, I know he's 6'1". He's small. Um, the Kings take him at eight, and I, you know, he he was awesome in his first summer league game the other night, and uh, I just, you know, I that organization sucks. Um, I don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't know what they they're don't know do- what they're doing. <laughs> they're not, they, yeah, I, every they, they keep stumbling on these good players, and they can't, like, yeah. they can't, they, like, they can't build. They well, just, and like, it seems like it seems it so seems like everybody's finally from that from the 2018 is 2018 draft. Yeah, the 2018 draft is like becoming good, and this, this, and this, and like Bagley can't even play 16 games. So yeah, um, I like David Mitchell. I you know again, that's a guy I wouldn't have minded. I love Lamp. <laughs> Do you really love the Lamp, or are you just say it because you're looking at him? Um, so yeah, I love the pick. I uh, and I I would again another guy I would like wouldn't have minded the Warriors taking. Um, All right, at seven, but yeah. That's, Another, that's quick swig of beer talk. here, and we have more NBA to talk about. Cause oh, what an NBA it was, week. It was immediately followed by the free agency period. So quick, quick swig to wet the whistle, and let, let's get right into that. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to – obviously, we're not going to pull a Shams or a Woj. I wonder if those guys are friends, or I wonder if, like, when Shams – Rivals? Like, yeah, like when Sham beats him, like, is Woj like – Are they both ESPN? No, I don't think so. I say so you think they're on opposite ends of the parking lot, like yeah, like uh, sharks versus jets. Yeah, like is is Woj threatening to take out uh, Sham's Mantooth uh, to a nice day, <laughs> nice seafood dinner? I w- Dorothy Shams. <laughs> um, Shams is my first name. Like he can't. Sham, Shams came out of nowhere. Like I wonder if Woj is like how this how this fucking guy like start becoming the, uh, who the hell is Shams the guy? Yeah, like who's this dude? Um, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about some te- a few teams. Um, we'll talk about their moves. Um, I got I got I got a whole page, but it's just because I like to leave spaces. Um, <laughs> let's start with the biggest trade that happened on draft night. I like to night. do tabs, so I, I get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what psychopath would would do seven spaces instead of tabs? Yeah. All right, um, go ahead. You hit hit it out of the park. So brother. the base, so draft night comes out, and there's there's two rumored trades going on. The Lakers, because obviously you know. They didn't win last year, so everybody's everybody's got to go. They got to leave the Kings court. Um, first, it was rumored that Buddy they were close to acquiring Buddy Heald in a package that was going to include Kuzma, KCP, and potentially Montrez Harrell. Um, it seemed like talks broke down, and then Montrez Harrell opted into his contract, which is a sign that he was going to get moved, and they needed his salary. Um, and then the Westbrook thing pops open that now like Westbrook's in play and it's going to be the same package, but for Westbrook. And I think probably around like seven o'clock, right? An hour before draft, it comes in that, you know, pretty much it was all agreed upon and they just needed to work out the draft compensation. So Russell Westbrook goes to, and a second round pick goes to the Lakers Uh and the Wizards end up getting Kuzma, Montrose Harold, KCP, and I think two first-round picks, maybe one. 
Um, so that's the trade. So the Lakers get Russell Westbrook. Uh, and then they go on to sign Mello, Dwight Howard, Wayne Ellington. Tre- I'm going to say a lot of names here because remember, they lost, so everybody had to go. Um, Trevor Ariza, Malik Monk. They re-signed THT, Kent Bazemore, and Kendrick Nunn. And the latest is Andre Iguodala is picking between the Nets, Lakers, and, <laughs> and and Warriors right now. So that's the latest. So, listen, I don't like Russell Westbrook. I Listen, I get it. He plays hard, this, this, and this. I don't think he's a winning player. In all his years, he has not been able to realize that he should not be the guy taking certain shots down the end at the end of games. Um, I think he pads his stats. And defensively he's not good so um here's Ray, i'm not sense on this one well hold on, let me finish took, let took me, a lot of notes took a lot of notes okay, yeah let me finish ahead. i'll be quick um so that's that uh, maybe he changes maybe he changes that mindset with lebron and anthony davis that's totally possible um at the end of the day and even with their at the end of the day if if davis and lebron are healthy they're two top five players so i don't think he's going to hurt them because worst case uh Vogel just puts them on the bench um i i think the he i think healed would have been a better fit and if i had a choice between the two picks like the two trades i would have preferred for me i would have preferred the buddy healed trade um for the free agent signings less like a lot of these dudes are old and i'm not really worried about their age it's more that like to me they need like reliable defenders and like i don't know like like ariza's was washed three years ago howard like dwight is what he is mellow no defense um Bazemore, he's cute like gets a cute name but like you know whatever kendrick nunn the heat were couldn't get rid of him fast enough and like the only guy like i get i get wayne ellington he's he's a shooter but you know at all, all the deadlines, all the contenders are always looking for shooters, this, this, and this. And, like, Wayne Ellington's never been a guy to end up on any of those teams. So, <laughs> um, I love THT. I'm a big THT guy. I know he's, like, a preseason all-star. Um, so, I thought that was good they retained him. And, listen, Monk, like, he – for the vet minimum – I can't believe – I guess he got a vet minimum. He's not even a vet. He's been in the league three years. Like, he shot 40% from three last year, which was – Yeah, good year te- last year. Oh, yeah. Weirdly enough, had a good year last yeah, year. Yeah, it was ten percent higher. Uh, he shoots, you know, he shoots low forties from two, but again, he, he doesn't play any defense. He's not a playmaker, so like that's kind of my issue with these guys. And and it's but it's the same thing. Like if LeBron and Davis are healthy, none of it matters anyway. They're going to go to the finals, um, and Davis is key to that because if Davis is hurt, the defense is going to be terrible. So. That's kind of my two cents on where they are. Uh, what did you think about the Westbrook trade and then some of the signings? Here's all my notes. You ready? Go. Go. Okay, ready? Uh, LeBron uh, has petitioned the league that they can play with two balls on the court because <laughs> there's not enough ball to go around for all these guys. That's that's my analysis. They they all require the ball to be in their hands. Is that, is that, actually, is that actually all your notes? I was just doing it for dramatic effect. Oh, <laughs> oh look at you. You're, you're doing good tonight. You're, you're just, come on. That was a funny. You did good there. That was great. I like uh, that. Dude, 
that they all require the ball to be in their hands to be yeah. to be the best versions of themselves. Like uh, this, yeah, like you going. said, none of them are playing defense. I, I mean, I'm looking at these names. I don't see a backup point guard. Like who? None, I guess, is the backup. And point again, guard. like Miami, if like to me, like if like, it, it's it's telling when Miami was like, yeah, we're gonna pull our offer. You can go where you want. <laughs> It's like why wouldn't like if 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 that if this guy was so valuable why wouldn't you keep him like it's yeah now I'm with you like listen I, this it, is yeah, gonna yeah. like I don't think they're gonna make the finals this is gonna crash and burn like there's just eh, yeah uh, but, I mean Whatever. I'm just you know you know my stance you got two top five players I, your your deck is pretty stacked there um, yeah I think those days are done. Yeah, and listen, I think I th- I I like I do like the trade for the regular season because Westbrook plays so hard. There's every- so much shooting in the league now that I don't know. Like, I think like stacking the deck, like kind, like, like you got to have the right spacing and you got to have the right passing. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe, uh, uh, I, maybe I'm wrong because I mean, what whatever, screw it. I just don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. Well, and again, I I like it for the regular season because Westbrook can take a lot of the punishment that LeBron won't have to take um, during regular season games. So. I like it for that, but again, like when you get to the postseason, it's it's a little bit different. So it's uh, again, it'll be, I again, I would have liked Heald, um, yeah, just because again, he gives better. you the spacing, he yep. shoots really good numbers. Again, it's also a little alarming that the Kings don't want to keep him. Again, same kind of concept with Kendrick Nunn, but it's the King, so I throw out all logic and reason out the window. Yeah. Um, so that's the Lakers. I gave them right. a solid. Let's get okay, a solid. Yeah, I don't um, agree, but that's okay. Let's I, let's let's move on to some other it was, nugs. Yeah, it was. I know we're going long, but whatever. Uh, that's fine. I did think it was funny. LeBron sent out a tweet last night and then deleted it immediately, where he was basically <laughs> like talking shit to all the quote unquote doubters. Meanwhile, they're the Vegas favorites, by the way, to win the title. But they're you know all the doubters keep the same energy about my team not being good, Westbrook not being good, this, this, and this. I find that so funny because, like, this is the guy who has zero patience for anybody, and as soon as they don't perform, he wants them out. <laughs> I was texting all my buddies. I'm like, because you know, our, our boy Teddy uh, is a big LeBron fan. I'm like, so, like, does he have to keep that same energy? And, like, when they're when they're 35 and, like, 30 after 65 games, not demand that the whole team get traded? Or how does that work? Um, but anyway, that's my LeBron dig for the night. Um, the other team that had uh, a lot of movement, the Miami Heat. Uh, a team somewhat near and dear to our, our hearts. Um, so they do a sign and trade for Kyle Lowry. Uh, they give up Goran Dragic and uh, Precious. Uh, they sign PJ Tucker, uh, Mar- one of the, whichever Morris. I wrote Mar- the Morris twins. I wrote Mark Keith, but it could have been Marcus for all I know. I forget. Uh, the one that was on the Lakers. Um, they re signed Duncan Robinson, $90 million, five years. Boy, got paid. Uh, Tyler Hero is probably getting worried um, at this point after that contract. And Victor Oladipo, who, again, has just become Mr. Bad Attitude and Mr. Boo Boo Face. Um, he resigns on a one-year deal. <sighs> I gave them a check. I think they had a really good offseason. It's so weird, though, like the way that the NBA is today. I still don't think they're better than a fourth seed in the East. Um. Here's my here's my down and dirty analysis. Go. I don't like pretty much any of the players that they signed individually. <laughs> yeah, like none, pretty much none of these. Well, guys. like Tucker, Tucker is an overrated name. I think I think yes. he's just going on his sneaker. Morris's are fine. Yeah, fine. Duncan Robinson is pretty good. Yeah, Oladipo. Yeah, he's whatever. he's like a bad version of Westbrook, and he's always injured. 
And he's got a bad attitude. Lowry, I think, is overrated. Precious is probably the best player on Mikey, this list, Mi- and they Mikey sent him would, out. Mikey would slap you right now for saying what, that. Lowry or Precious? Yeah, Lowry. I think he's overrated. <laughs> um, and yet, for some reason, I feel like this is going to work, and I feel like it's because Jimmy Butler loves to ball, and like I think like he's the piece. And like Lowry's as as much as I think he's overrated, he's like a winning. Like you said about for before about culture, like he's like a winning culture guy. Yeah. And I think that plays well with Jimmy, with Jimmy. Butler, yeah. who like just wants to win, and so. I, and like PJ Tucker, even though he sucks, is that way? Uh, like I don't know. I think it's gonna work. Uh, Here's my... I, I hate all these players, but I think it's gonna work. And, here, well, where, where and you, they where, got a good coach. Where would you? Great coach. I I don't care what anyone says. I love Spolstra. Um, where would you put them in the East right now? If you had to, if you had to say what seed you think they would be? Oh boy. So Bucks and Nets. Um, let's let's, let's for argument's sake, let's just say Simmons stays with the Sixers as currently constructed. Okay, Sixers, uh, Heat. Or I'm sorry, uh, Hawks. Celtics. So you'd have the so you'd have the Hawks. Ahead I'm, I'm of just the Heat. naming teams. Um, oh yeah, well, as I'm saying, where would you put them after? Because I again, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I I think the Sixers. Yeah, some, anywhere between three and six. I I don't know where. Which is nuts because it's like they had they probably had the best off season of anybody and like. I I'm, I only move them up two spots in the East, and they probably are the same. They don't as leapfrog the Nets or the Bucks. I no, mean, no. So. Um, and here's my here's my issue with why I don't because as much as Jimmy loves the ball, he doesn't consistently want to be the number one guy. Like there's too many games. Not where, a, yeah, and not a, yeah, like you're about just, to say, not not so, night in and night out. Dude, there's so many games where like you look at his box score. He took like nine shots and has yes. six points. Yeah. And here's the problem: like, like Lowry and Dragic scoring is almost the same. So like, they didn't increase their scoring there. Like I, they they I, they're going to be great defensively, but they already were. Like you got to score eventually in this league. You know what I mean? So like that's got me worried. Um, Bam's got a really he's got to grow this year he's big be time. Like yeah, consistent. he's got. I mean, he's gotten better every year, but I think he really offensively he needs to become a big threat for them to be a legit contender and Tyler Hero needs to get his head out of whatever ass it's in and and step up because I mean he's I mean he's he's the likely guy to get traded I'm sure they're kicking themselves in the ass for not trading him for Harden now um but I mean he needs to just step up and be so much better that he, he needs to go back to Mickey Mouse bubble uh Tyler Hero than what he was last year so mm-hmm. I, I I thought that he'd had the best off season, so um, that's them. The Bulls were very active. Um, they all it was funny. All the talk about Lowry and DeRozan taking pay cuts to go play with the Lakers. Uh, they both got paid, paid huge money. Uh, DeRozan gets like eighty million dollars from the Bulls over three years. So twenty eight. Totally twenty yeah twenty eight twenty eight million a year. Uh, go play in Chicago. Oh wow. So they got DeRozan, uh, Lonzo. I I love Lonzo. I'm a. Oh, yeah, I, I think he's gotten that. better every year. So they signed Lonzo four years, eighty five million, which I think was a really good deal. Um, and they signed Caruso away from the Lakers to come off the bench. And you know I'm a big Caruso guy. So uh, those are their three. Those are the three signings. Um, all guards. They got a shit ton of guards now because they got Colby White, who's my dude out of Carolina. Zach Levine, guard. Um, Nine seed, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like maybe I, we'll see. Like Demar, maybe Demar gets re-energized because I think it was kind of like 
in La La Land with uh, with the Spurs because like they were kind of in between a youth movement and trying to still make the playoffs. Um, so maybe that as something. Maybe they flip some of those guards. Uh, I mean, they got Vucevic. I mean, the one question mark now is so they um, Laurie Marketin. He's a restricted free agent. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot all about. No him. offers yet. Uh, the Hornets actually are rumored to make him an offer sheet. So oh, that would be a great fit. Yeah, I mean, I think Chicago has to match it because I think they, I think they need a guy like him to balance out that team, like with who they just signed. And I think they'll match it and try to, do, or try to do a sign and trade, um, or trade him later in the season when maybe he has some more value. So. I mean, listen. They, I mean, they they were busy. So, but well, again, I, maybe nine seed. Um, I got the Nets here. Uh, Patty Mills sacrificed some dollars. Two years, twelve million. Uh, I love that for them. I I think that's a immediate upgrade to their bench. Guys, guys play with the Spurs. He's won an NBA title. Um, you don't have to worry about Joe Harris clinking wide open threes in a game seven because I think uh, I think Patty Mills is knocking those down. I think that was a huge huge grab for them. And again, like depth and healthy depth is key for them. And I think they continue to do it. Blake Griffin, he signed for the vet minimum, which I think some team would have paid him maybe a little bit more. So Blake comes back. Um, they re-sign Brown, and again they're in the um. They're in the Eagle Dallas sweepstakes, which is like Eagle Dallas kind of washed at this point. But you know, I think uh, I, I think that for them again, just to add some depth to give them some more defense. I think that would be a good signing. They lose Spencer Dinwiddie, which I think most people thought would happen. Uh, he ends up going to Washington. I guess they're going to have to do a sign and trade, so I don't know what that's going to entail. But uh, I gave them a check. I I think they had a really with limited resources. I think the Nets. Uh, made out really well and i think they addressed all the needs that they have um going there warriors they signed auto porter and vangelica who i guess played with the heat last year i thought he was on the kings all season um i like porter for angelica isn't his name vangelica i don't know isn't angelica a character from rugrats that is true uh vangelica would it be is what i said so um yeah, I, I like Otto Porter for them. I think it's a good depth player. I, I doubt they re-sign Oubre. Oubre's not getting a lot. He's on my list of losers so far through the free agency period. Um, but I like him with Steph and Clay. Again, he's going to be, you know, if he's only got to be a fifth option to do some things, I think that's a, a good signing. So I have it decent for them. So my next my next group here, I got some question marks, some LOLs, and some what the fucks. <laughs> um my LOLs, poor Tory. I, I don't know what the Knicks are doing. They they make the playoffs last year. Um, D Rose they signed for forty million dollars. I think it's three years, forty million bucks. I I don't know who they were. I don't know who they were um, competing with there. Nerlens Noel, I think he got thirty million dollars, three years. Uh, Alex Burke, I don't mind him coming back. Uh, Evan Fournier, four years, eighty million dollars. What? What? I I don't even get it. Like that's that's bad, really bad. And then they get te- they get Kemba for five million dollars. I think um, the the OKC bought him out, so that to me is a good pick. I 
Like I, the, the whole concept that I'm hearing about the Knicks is they sign these guys to these contracts for these years because these are the types of contracts you need to make part of trades for star players. Um, I don't know who the hell they're getting and who they're trading for. Like I just, I, I, I think this is just kind of fantasy. Knicks for clicks, baby. It really is. And I think they hurt themselves because like for me, like wouldn't you rather have paid Malik Monk $10 million for two years than given, um, you know, Evan Fournier four years, $80 million. And then he just becomes an expiring. And then if you want to sign somebody like, like a star, said, he'd rather like, had TJ McConnell. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't get it. Um, Noel, like JaVale McGee signed a one year, $5 million. Now maybe JaVale wants to play for a contender. He signed with Denver. I think I think it was Denver. Or was it Phoenix? I think it was Denver. Maybe it was Phoenix. Anyway, um, the button go to the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting good at that. Um, but I think, but like, I I'd rather have him than Nerlens Noel. Like, I just would. I I don't get it. it it's kind of baffling to me. Uh, Julius Randle. Like, the only thing I didn't mind. Julius Randle got four years. I think one hundred and fourteen million. I don't mind that. What's that? Like thirty million a year, twenty eight million dollars a year, something like that. He had a really good season. Um, he embraced the Knicks. That's a good, like that's a guy you could actually trade down the line probably to maybe get some value for. Like these other guys, like signing guys to long contracts for money, like in the hopes to maybe get somebody else. I I don't like it. Um, I'd rather try to develop Topin or uh, yeah, right Topin Abita. Like then like why like why would I want to give Fournier his minutes? Makes no sense. So they got my LOL award of the offseason. Uh, the Wizards are kind of a question mark because, I mean, they definitely – listen, and again, I, I didn't like Westbrook. Um, they got some depth with Montrezl Harrell. Like maybe he has a bounce back year. I don't think he was terrible for the Lakers until the playoffs, but it was just weird like how they were playing him and they had to play Drummond because they basically promised Drummond he would start if he signed with them. Uh, but I've always been a Montrezl Harrell guy. Uh, KCP, I'm not a fan of, but I mean, he's a better defender than anybody else they have on the team. And Kuzma, like maybe, maybe he gets serious and, you know, when he's got a defined role on the team, maybe he plays well. So I, and they, and they get, and they get Spencer Dinwiddle, um, in this signing tree. Dinwiddle? Is it Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie, yeah. I just call him Spencer, so I don't even know. Um, Spencer. My, my boy, yeah, my Nets fans are probably going to kill me for that. So I cut, and then, and. For all counts, Bradley Beal does not want to be traded. He wants to try to do something in Washington. Like, and this is such a consistent theme and story that, like, I kind of got to believe it. That, like, I, I, mean, I think he just wants to get the five-year supermax in two years from them, and then maybe he'll demand his trade. But he wants to be there, so I, I think he, I think they have a better team now than they did last year, and they had a Hall of Famer on their team. And they got him out of there for a bunch of role guys. So I, I have a question mark because I don't know where that puts them in the East. It's still bottom tier, but you know, still I, I like what they did. Suns, they Suns just retained Chris Paul and Cameron Payne. I don't think I Cameron Payne on a pretty good deal. Uh, you know, five mil for, for two, five, ten million for two years. Uh, I see Payne, y'all know me. Chris Paul gets a hundred and twenty million dollars for four years. Uh, Mind blowing. Uh, the third year is partially guaranteed, and the fourth year is non guaranteed. So they got Jerry some. They got some outs. Works. Here's my here's my problem with the Chris Paul thing. They had to do it. They had to bring him back. 
there was nowhere else to go if you didn't bring him back unless they made a play for Kyle Lowry, who I don't like with DeAndre Ayton at all. Um, I, if you're a son, if you're the Suns, you're hoping and praying that he just choked in those couple of finals games and that he didn't just break down because it, you just paid $120 million to a 37-year-old player who has now broken down in like five of the last six postseasons. So, again, yeah, I, don't, that, I don't see them ever making the finals again with him. I, I don't either. I think, I think that was their chance. Yeah, I agree. Um, my... My what the fuck awards, uh, the Pelicans, all they really well. So they they did make a. I, I kind of like the trade for Valanciunas. They traded uh, on draft night, uh, Steve Adams, Stephen Adams for Valanciunas. I like Valanciunas. Like I think, I think he's a nice player. I think he was good good for the Grizzlies. A lot of people are like, oh well, you can't play him because defensively he's this this and this. But dude, he's a hell of a rebounder and can score in the post. So I think he can if if they're gonna let Zion handle the ball more i think he's a good pick and roll player to play with him um and to actually like roll to the basket and just not you know like do a whatever curve out for a three um so i don't mind that but they they got Devonte graham in a trade and they had to give up a draft pick it's kind of hilarious that lebron uh said one of the reasons he had to leave cleveland was because they didn't uh extend david griffin as their gm and he's been terrible right now with the with the pelicans terrible um, really bad and now you have all these stories leaking out again that zion like it, it's only been two years and zion and his family are unhappy that they haven't surrounded zion with championship teammates <laughs> which is one just ludicrous and i don't i don't believe that because i think zion's a good dude i i think that's all bullshit um but that's hilarious, and somebody brought up a good point on a pod. I think it was Bill Simmons, or maybe it was Kevin O'Connor um, on the Ringer podcast I was last night. But like, is it is it crazy that maybe Brandon Ingram and Zion like should probably just like try and play defense, and like actually they be the guys that set the tone for everybody else instead right. of waiting for instead of waiting for everybody else to play defense and do things like maybe they do it. So yeah, I know. You know, because that's crazy now. Like, we can't expect too much of Superstore. Like, we can't expect too much of these guys anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's we're being crazy by asking these questions. It's like me um, on the podcast. i got to pull all the levers and have personality. <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh. Jesus. And have and have the good, uh, what do you call it? Have the good sound bites. Uh, so what are they doing? And my Sixers. Um, Listen, a lot, a lot is pending on the the Simmons trade. I mean, it's hilarious today. Reports leaked that Ben will not he will he he refuses to communicate with the team. It's all being done through Rich Paul. Uh, he won't even call Joel Embiid back. The guy from the State Farm commercials. <laughs> Pretty much, I think Rich Paul was more effective in the last three games of the finals than Chris Paul was. Um, they got to figure that out. So a lot of they're kind of handcuffed here a little bit because of that situation for where they're going to end up moving him. I, but still like the bench was the bigger problem last year to me. And I would have liked them to do some tweaks. So their tweaks are they re-signed Danny green, which I don't mind. I, I, I like Danny green. Um, they get any Yang from Utah. I, he's a good spot up shooter. So I, you know, they had some shooting. I like him. Uh, they signed Andre Drummond on the vet minimum <laughs> to be the backup center. Listen, for the vet minimum, okay, sure. Like, I don't mind it. But, like, it's just hilarious that Joe Embiid has literally been trolling this guy for, like, three years. Because Embiid does own him. Like, Andre Drummond can't play against Joe Embiid. He has embarrassed him. He gets him fouled out of games. and if just you can't he, beat him, join him. 
Yeah, so I don't know how that works. Again, it's more I think they're thinking more of listen, Joel's going to miss 20 games. We need we want a comp, we want a competent backup center that can fill the role and yeah, I think Drummond can do that. So I it's fine. But like I I, I would have liked them like again, some of these guys like Malik Monk, like you you couldn't have made more of a and I don't even like Monk. You know, I I He's a, t- a Weird, guy you would think of. You brought him up two or three times. Yeah. Well, you. It's, I'm just saying, like, he signed for the vet minimum. Like, the Sixers couldn't have given him $4 million <laughs> just for a one-year deal to add some more shooting. Um, I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm not very happy with them. Uh, for people that think they're crazy for, like, asking for, like, a lot of draft picks and stuff for Simmons, I, I don't think, like, one, you should ask, like, you shouldn't trade. You control him for four years. You should get exactly what you want for him or he stays with you. Um, uh, granted, he had the meltdown, and I've called him a gutless cowder, coward about a million times in the last month. Uh, the, he's still 24 years old. Uh, he's a three-time All-Star. He's arguably, outside of Kawhi, the best def- defensive wing player in the NBA. He's put up numbers outside of now the scoring that only LeBron James and Magic Johnson have put up in their first like three seasons in the league. So like this guy isn't trash. Like I we got I got an argument with one of our friends about like how his value is low and they should you know they they're crazy to want this stuff. Like this Ben Simmons is a really good good player. The the intangible piece now is a huge concern. But again, you control him for four years, and he's only twenty-three years old. Like, he's not Russell Westbrook, who's thirty-two, proven to be a loser player and not be able to change over twelve years. So, they shouldn't just give him up for peanuts because the team thinks they have to. No, he's, um, he's totally going to change in the next few years. Totally. We'll see. Um, and then just some notes of guys that are staying: Portis resigned with uh, the Bucks, Conley resigned with Utah, and. Jared, I joked with our buddy Adam. Uh, I don't know why the Cavs paid Jared Allen a hundred million dollars. He's a, he was a restricted free agent. I would have one hundred percent let another team offer him a hundred million dollars before I offered him a hundred million dollars. Like he he's a again he's you know he's I like him. Like he's a rim protector. He's an energy guy. It, it's just crazy that some of these guys he got a hundred million dollars. Um, John Collins resigned. He's getting. He's getting, you know, twenty five million dollars a year, so and like crazy, John, yeah. and like John Collins is like an energy guy who like he's a. It was funny I saw our, our buddy Adams like, well he's a he's a he's a he's a decent shooter, he's solid at this he's solid at that I was like so like solid gets you thirty million dollars a year now in the NBA like that's the problem with the NBA, um and these and their contracts like they should have a pay scale based on your actual production so that like LeBron can get paid $60 million a year and John Collins should get paid his like $12 million a year. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, that's for agency, man. Wow. A lot of NBA. I don't care. I like Andre Drummond. It was fun. <laughs> he insists on himself. I like the money pit. Oh, uh, so good. All right. What do we got? Baseball Ooh, next. Wh- what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> Uh, I went on. I, I could talk hoops for hours. Uh, um, yeah, okay. So um, we'll go through this a little bit quickly here. I'm out of beer, too. I wish we had the three beers podcast right now. Um, I'm sorry. I'm There's, out no of beer rules. One. There's no rules. I know. I'm not, I'm not near the, fi- the fridge. I, I didn't oh. pack a spare. Anyway, MLB, MLB trade deadline. Um, one of the craziest trade deadlines oh, yeah. we've had. 
the big and big markets got bigger. All, yeah, all the big markets just scooped up all the best players. I, I I've had uh, a friend or two say this is what's wrong with baseball. I'm not even watching this crap anymore. Um, what are you gonna do? Um, just some highlights. Chris Bryant went to the Giants for a couple uh, prospects. Broke my heart, man. Really, um, really wanted him in Philadelphia. Max Scherzer uh, and Trey Turner went to the Dodgers for two good prospects. Gallo went to the Yankees from the Rangers for four prospects who, you know, we'll find out. Barrios from the Twins to the Jays. Um, Didn't he just get knocked out by Tank Davis? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with, with <laughs> the guy with the slick back hair. Um, the Twins get two really good prospects um, from the Jays. Uh, I, I, you know, I like that. But I'm gonna just rattle these off and then go back and talk about them. Javi Baez to the Mets. Um, the Mets give up their number one pick from last year. Kimbrel to the White Sox. They, an awesome bullpen got even awesomer. They gave up uh, what may have been the rookie of the year, the second baseman Nick Madrigal, who has no power but elite contact. Uh, Phillies uh, just get a bunch of middling, I guess, pitchers. Schwarber to the Red Sox. Rizzo to the Yankees for a couple prospects. My beloved Pirates have sent Adam Frazier to the Padres for three decent prospects. Um, basically, I, I think the biggest of these is Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Dodgers. Um, Trey yeah. Turner is amazing. Scherzer is one of my favorite players in the past 10 years. Um, the Dodgers desperately need the starting pitching because even though they have awesome starters – like all their guys are like injured and or like, hey, uh, Trevor Bauer might not be pitching like anymore, <laughs> yeah, with his legal problems. So, um, you know that that helps them. Uh, but really, I don't even know if it gives them the bump. It just kind of helps them stay above water. Um, Chris Bryant to the Giants. Honestly, I feel like the Giants are like such a smokescreen. I don't know how they're doing what they're doing when you look up and down their lineup. So. I think them getting Chris Bryant's a big deal. Yeah, me too. Um, he's he's so good. Um, Gallo to the Yankees. Like, I think it's easy to dismiss Gallo because he's just like, uh, like there's so many things he doesn't do. But like, he's leading the league in walks, and his OPS plus is like 130 something. Like, he's a good lefty bat. Um, and and to add him and Rizzo, like, I think that gives the Yankees a bump. Because they just have their lefty bats have just been so void this year. Yeah. Um, Barrios said the Jays. I love like the Jays are a year ahead of schedule and they're like just taking advantage. They of signed the Springer, right? Yes, they have yeah. Springer. They got Bichette, Bo Bichette. Um, they they got. Um, Did oh. he die in the Sarlar pit? <laughs> no, because he came back in, uh, that's in, right, yeah, in, that's right. in the in the remake on yeah, the plus version. Yeah, good call. Um, but uh, unless it was his clone, but <laughs> they um, uh, they also got um. Oh gosh, the other MVP candidate that's that's not Shohei Octani, um, Guerrero Jr. So good on the Jays to go for it. Yeah, Javi Baez to the Mets. <laughs> I, I kind of Javi Baez is such an enigma. I, I hope he re, regains his, he, uh, his poise. He set the uh, he set the Mets uh, strikeout record uh, in a single game already today. <laughs> <laughs> Five strikeouts in a game. That's like, exactly right. Like the dude just such a whiff fest. Like 
Uh, like, if he can regain his form, and if Francisco Lindor can regain his form, like, those two of the middle could be electric. But, like, that is such a Mets signing of just, like, some like a big name, like, who's, oh, if this guy could just get back to his form. Um, yeah. To me, like, again. They're, 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 they've, they're, I think they've lost five of six. Yeah, Philly's coming on strong. Ooh, half game out. Ooh. Bryce Hop- Harper caught uh, you sleeping. M, are we? Oh, we're, are you done yet? Because I have his stats. Um, almost. Uh, Kimbrel to the White Sox. I love just because I don't know why, but I get a hard on anytime a team adds to their strength. I just love it, and so the White Sox already have an unfathomable bullpen, and it just yeah. got better. Um, and then Schwarber to the Red Sox. They're a slugging team, and they just added a home run machine, Schwarber. So, um, go go ahead with your with your stats first, and then uh, Bryce. I love Bryce Harper. So three oh six batting average, and this doesn't count today, where he hit his two hundred fiftieth home run today and scored a bunch of runs. Three oh six batting average, sixth in the National League, four seventeen OBP, second. 974 OPS third, five five fifty seven slugging fourth. Uh, some of the other fun little ones he's got. Uh, sorry, I messed this up. He's got 94 hits, 61 runs, 26 doubles, 17 home runs. RBIs aren't great. 41 RBIs, but that's because no one's getting on base in front of him. I think he leads the league in solo home runs. 12 stolen bases, 55 walks, only 82 strikeouts. Kind of impressive he's going to end up with near 20 stolen bases. Yeah, did he just like, I think last year he had, or well, last year nothing counted, I forget last year, but like his first year with the Phillies, he had 100 RBIs, 100, he was in like the 100, 100, 100 club, which was nuts. Um, 30 doubles, like people that like think Bryce Harper's overrated, I just, I don't know what you're watching. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like in the postseason, if you want to say he didn't come up clutch those couple of times with Washington, like Washington just choked. Like the year they won the World Series, they got there because another team choked against them, and the Brewers, the Brewers had an error on a routine ground ball that would have ended uh, the playing game or whatever the wild card yeah. game. It's just luck. Like I just don't, I don't get what people like when they see Brett. They just people don't like him because he's got he's got that like meathead jerk off vibe. But like he's awesome. Like I I don't get it. I. Dude, I, my bigger issue is that the Phillies signed him, and like, you know, they aren't they aren't spending like a big market team, which is what they want to be thought as, to like take advantage of having this guy. And they, like you said, the trade deadline came and went. Like they got a couple of middling pitchers. Like that was it. Like I, I feel like they could have got Chris Bryant at the beginning of the season, and they didn't go for it. And now the Giants get him. Uh, it's frustrating, but I think Harper. I know we didn't get there. I, I thought Soto was going to win the MVP uh, this year in the NL, but I, I I think at this point, if Harper just stays on this course, I, I think he's a runaway in the National League. Yeah, um, so th- so that's a good point. I did want to bring up after the trade deadline now, um, past the All-Star break, past the trade deadline, do we want to reassess just our MVP picks and our World Series picks? Um, sure. You, I know you said you're kind of just – stay in the course well i'm just staying the course with all my american league individual awards oh, okay um uh, for me the only thing i want to see now is um you know I, I was all over the yankees 
I even though I think these lefty bats give them a bump, I just don't know if it's enough. Um, at this point, Kimbrel to the White Sox, to me that's just like, look, if the White Sox if the White Sox score three or four, like. You, you, or let me put it this way: You better not fall behind against the White Sox because yeah. in the playoffs, because they're going to come slam the door, and and in a league where there's so many strikeouts, like the when if the White Sox get any kind of lead, they're going to be damn near impossible to come back against, and and that and um, the Jays getting Barrios, I don't, I question if Barrios is here to stay. I know he's been popping last year and this year, but like that being said, like the Jays are so young and fun, and like yeah. for them to go get Barrios, like bam, give give me the I want to give me a series in the postseason, October baseball, White Sox versus Blue Jays, just just give me it now, like sorry Joe, Yankees, Joe, Car- Joe Carter, Frank Thomas, maybe they yeah, throw out the first pitch. Oh, let's do that. Uh, so I, I'm I'm on that. Now. Remi- um, remi- I know I asked this in the pod where we previewed baseball. Uh, did they? Are they? They're they're not doing the same Mickey Mouse stuff where like 20 teams no, get no, in the playoffs, no, no, no. right? It's back to the division winners oh, and two great, wild cards. I believe so. I I don't remember, but yeah, I believe so. Um, uh, and then National League side. Um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So American League, I. I think I picked the team to go to the World Series that you you were like you know they lost like five pitchers and like four players right that matter you know who has the best record in the American League as of today who the Tampa Bay Rays and you know what you know who um, plays on the Tampa Bay Rays who's that Lorenzo Arena <laughs> that's why he will win MVP Rookie of the Year and every individual award I um <laughs> that's another team that I I cannot wrap my arms around I because I. I guess you have to actually see them play to understand it. When I look at their their season stats, it doesn't make a bit of sense to me. And I will say <laughs> that they also just traded away their number one bullpen piece. Uh, I forget to who. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if uh, – I forget. But they just traded away their bullpen piece. But they did add my boy Nelly Cruz, who I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, it looked, I mean, it looked, it looked like Boston was going to run away with that division. Is it to division. the A's? Did they? T- I forget who they traded their their bullpen piece to. Yeah, exactly. It looked like Boston was was so high. They're in a, they're in a skid here. Three, three and seven in the last ten. So I'm um I, I'm actually I don't even know if I'm taking the Rays to make the playoffs at this point, just because I I feel like they're making like long term moves when their team is is good now. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't know if players can mentally like stay in it that long when your front office like clearly just doesn't care what what you're doing i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with them to get to the world series but i do i i like chicago i think uh i i i I think if it's not tampa bay and chicago that gets there yeah and then on the national league side just i i I know the giants are like the upstarts this year um mets are doing well phillies are coming on my brewers my brewers picks looking nice yeah, all I want at this point, just still, just Dodgers and Padres, just get them to the postseason, get everyone healthy, and that—that's all I want to see is just strength on well, strength. Well, the only—the only—the only way that happens is if the Giants fall off, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I like. I, we'll see. No, I guess they could. I guess. Oh no, I guess both of them could win the wild card. That's right. It they doesn't could. matter. You could have three teams from the same division win it. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, right now, but, that's it. Right now, that's that's how it's gonna be. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that. That's where we are. Um. Yeah. Only other baseball note is a week from today. So next Thursday, um, is hold on. I I got something for everybody. A little treat. Y'all ready for this? I'm ready. Hey, this heaven? No. Iowa. That's right. MLB is playing its first ever game in Iowa at the Field of Dreams. Uh, look, I, I haven't seen anything yet. I didn't even know this was happening until about an hour before the podcast. <laughs> and like, so I, I don't have a lot of research, but dude, I'm pumped. I want to see it. The, uh, I, I, I saw the, the cornfields. I, I want I, I, like, I hope there's no fence. I hope it's just frigging cornfields. The, uh, the commercial, I, I was watching, uh, the Spence Pacquiao special at the gym and one of the commercials, um, it was for Fox was of the, the field of dreams thing. It looked cool. Yeah, I, I we'll we'll report back next week, but I'm I'm pum- I'm kind of pumped for it. White what day? Sox what Yankees, day is it? Thursday. Thursday. So it's White White Sox first, and like one thing I couldn't find, like they I would imagine they would do a whole series there. Like I would imagine they yeah. would truck them out there for one game, right? Is it the is it the White Sox because of the movie? Yes, and the Yankees. It was his two favorite teams. So, okay. And like they're they're wearing like old uh, like special made jerseys and like they're they're doing it up, man. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm really I, excited. I, I, I was I was trying to figure out why Homage had uh, Field of Dreams T-shirts with a Yankee logo on it today as a new release. I was like, why are they doing that? Let's say if you build it, they will come. I was like, that's kind of weird. Now yeah, it makes sense. I, yeah, I can't wait. So, um, the greatest comeback in baseball, Cleveland, August fifth. 2001-15-14. I I guess I guess that's a cool T-shirt to have. It's better than biggest choke job down up three one to the Cubs in 2018, right? Um, yes. Sweet. Yes, it is. NASCAR's back. Woohoo! Pit stop. Can't wait. After a two week hiatus, we are back. This is this is an easy one to break down. You let me know your favorite track man i'm not even gonna time you you take your time no no it's it, uh, it it's gonna be quick you just let me know <sighs> hold on all right all right i got it I got no it. no all no right, no 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 <laughs> five four three two go we are back watkins freaking glenn western new york my favorite track road course um, it is a, uh, how long is this track? Oh shoot. Where'd it go? I'm, that's all right. I don't care about wasting. You're falling behind. No, it's okay. Um, it is a 2.4 mile course. It has 11 turns. Love this course. My favorite race every year. We are going, oh, oh now I'm, now I'm nervous cause I didn't have my picks ready, but we are going with, uh, Chase Elliott. He's two to one. We're going with Kyle Busch eight to one, Blaney twenty eight to one, and Keselowski thirty to one. How'd I do? Uh, like forty seconds. That's it. Yeah, I mean, we, there there was no previous recap, but I love this course. The bus stop turn. Oh, get! I can't wait. Pumped. Yeah. Let's go. Um. All right. So now it's the parlay. I'm taking the socks tomorrow night. Uh, do they play double header? Wait, what socks? Oh, there's two, aren't there? <laughs> uh, the White Sox. I think okay. they're playing the Cubs. 
the Cubbies. Uh, on Friday night? Yeah. Okay. Don't. I think that's an afternoon game. Is it? Yeah. Whichever. Whatever. Okay. So you're taking the White Sox over the Cubs? Is that, is yeah. That... yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, then I will take your team that's on fire. Ah, should I? Ah, no. No, 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 no. I was going to say the Rays. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to take the Phillies over the Mets tomorrow night. I was like, no, let's not, let's not bring them. I'm going to take this. the Reds over the Pirates. The Pirates just can't get out of there. The Pirates are, like, trying to lose. So <laughs> so we'll go the Reds at 7 o'clock, and i gotta get, I'll have to remember to get last the time, Last time we, last time we bet against the Pirates, they screwed us. I know. That's okay. They won't this time. Um, which is funny because we hit the parlay last week um, because um, – I actually did not get the bet in on time, and so the Phillies were already down three or four nothing. I put the bet in anyway, so we got extra juice. So instead of winning like fourteen or fifteen bucks, we won like forty. Boom! So, Thank you, oh, Mister. So, so should we roll all that over? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, forty-five buck bet on the the Sox over the Cubs and the Reds over the Pirates. Thank you, Mister Harper. Yeah. Um. Oh, hold on a second, Drew. G- give me give me one second here. I got to get something ready. Awesome. Did I tell everybody how much I love Bryce Harper and how good he is? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because now it is time. Before we get to beer two, it is time for the comeuppance. I lost <laughs> the beer commercials. You know, I got to say. Or the, 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 the athlete commercials, I mean. I was confident that I'd win. I thought it'd be close. I did too. You, you talked a lot of shit, and you really got your ass kicked. Like I typically don't brag about these things when I win them, because it's you know whatever. I just win them all the time now. But man, you really got your ass kicked. It, I, I saw well, you got. I saw you got a last minute pity vote, so it made it seventy five to twenty five percent. But man, it was eighty twenty there for a long time. Look, um. All I have to say is that being right comes with a cost sometimes. And I'm just – I'm not mad in the two brew crew out there. I'm just disappointed. So on that note, oh, without further ado, let me just – let me just <clears> – okay, ready? Get the pipes ready. All right, here we go. Family that prays together stays together, and one that walks apart just falls apart. So, together we stand, divided we fall, united we form Voltron and take off all. Uh. Yes, the birds left the nest. I'm all grown up and fly away with the rest. Best of the best is what we strive to be. A legacy is what we trying to leave. Now, say goodbye to the past. The future's here at, at last. last. The second coming, the new beginning, the truth is speaking. You, you should, should listen. listen. So glorious, victorious, we take what we want. We born warriors, so glorious, victorious, we take what we want. We born warriors. I hope everyone enjoyed that. I surely did not. <sighs> uh. 
And that was, for anyone who doesn't remember last week, that was the uh, Nike Air Force One airplane hangar 5-on-5 uh, five five pickup game commercial uh, song by Jewel Santana, I believe, right? Jewel Santana, yeah. Woo! The second coming. Uh, that was painful. I'm going to... Uh, you know, I'm gonna. You know, we're gonna do like a top five uh, race car tracks. So we're, gonna, we're gonna do something, something to get, <laughs> just something to get you started, right? To get your feet wet, and then we'll uh, back in the back in the wind column. Yeah, just to get you, Look, just to get you. I'm, I'm the dark knight of the top fives. Just why did why did you keep losing, Dad? Because they need someone to yell at, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right, assume positions for beer two. Ready? Oh, I'm not ready. Three. Shit, hold on. Three, two, one. Come on, come on. Ah, oh, got it. Huh, okay, I got a Rogue Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. This is like 6.7%. It's actually a pretty cool can. What you got, Drew? I got a Corona Premiere. Nice. I was crush, crushing these in Nashville. So stinking hot. Hmm, I don't know if I like this. Bat Squatch is kind of weird. That's what that's what people thought of when they saw your list, the commercials. I don't know if I like this. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, before we get into, we're going to review Quiet Place 1 and Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, um, a little bit of Yellowstone news. They've announced Broken, part, uh... part of the cast for the backstory we are gonna get sam freaking elliot as basically the uh the pioneer who basically takes them on the trail out to montana the guide so to speak and the dutton legacy the the forefathers is none other than tim mcgraw and faith hill let's go let's go I can't wait for this. Y'all take him out to the train station. Ah, oh, Sam Elliott's gonna be so Darkness great. Darkness washed over the dude. Oh, That's what man. he's gonna say when they go to the train station. The first person to go over the train station. Darkness washed over the dude. Yeah, man. I am. You, you. When you texted me that, I mean, I'm pretty sure I texted you back about 37 eggplant emojis. <laughs> Sure I did. am the number one eggplant farmer in the East Coast right now. Thinking about that, um, oh, wow, be great. wow, 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 great casting. Great. Casting. I wasn't even that that pumped for for it myself until they named the cast, and now I just can't wait. So. Yeah. And I guess the season four comes out what November? I guess I think we uh, we saw before. Oh, it could be. Yeah. So it's gonna be good stuff. Sweet. Okay. So, Quiet Place One. Why don't you go ahead and give your uh, your synopsis, and then we can uh, discuss and uh, give it a rating. Okay. Uh, Non-spoiler or sp- eh, yeah. let's just do straight into spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen the original, came out in eighteen. But all right, so. It's uh, we're eight. We start out eighty nine days into some event. Um, it starts out in a deserted town. Uh, the tall Gumby guy from the office, uh, John Krasinski, 
him and his smoking hot wife in real life, Emily Blunt, are with their three children in a drugstore uh, scavenging for supplies. Uh, one, their 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 older daughter is deaf, so they're communicating with sign language. So you still don't know, like, all right, what, I guess they're just doing that because she can't hear. Um, but they're really stressing that nobody make any noise. They're not wearing shoes. It's a whole thing. They're walking on sand. I guess they made like a sand trail. Uh, the other, the youngest son is, uh, you know, being a real troublemaker. Uh, he goes to get a spaceship, uh, that makes noise and lights up. And the dad says, no man, too loud. Can't do it. Uh, the sister takes, he takes the batteries out. The sister, the, the deaf sister gives him the airplane, uh, or it's a rocket ship and tells him to, you know, hide it. And then of Sky, course, rockets, rockets in, in flight. flight. Uh, yeah, that certainly, that certainly happened. That, they really escalated there in about two minutes. Um, yeah. and of course, like he can't just be satisfied with the rocket ship. He's got to go get the batteries after his dad told him not to. Uh, they're walking in the woods over a bridge, I guess, going home and it's shot really well. And, um, the next thing you know, you hear the ro- the rocket ship making noise. Everybody looks panicked, but nobody's like saying anything to him. And John Krasinski starts running after him, and he starts looking to the side and sees some type of creature also running towards the kid. And as he's about a foot away from him, this monster just waxes his head off and kills his son right in front of him and the family. And then that fades to black with a quiet place. So some type of alien invasion happened, and we're we're 89 days into it at this point. Uh, You get the feeling, obviously... Noise attracts these aliens to you, so that's why everybody's being quiet, um, and hence, hence the title. Um, fast forward, it's day four hundred and seventy-three, I believe. Um, they're they're still surviving. Um, Emily Blunt's now pregnant. Uh, you know, the daughter blames herself, obviously, for the you know their little brother dying. The other brother is kind of a kind of a wimpy wimpy kid. He's kind of scared of his own shadow kind of guy. Um, and I guess he's kind of, he's kind of like Chris Paul in the finals. Um, if I had to make a comparison there, and they're trying. They're you know every night John Krasinski's lighting fires on top of hay barrels, trying to see who's still around. And it's all about the houses, you know has security lights it's all about staying quiet and avoiding these aliens he's got a little workshop where he's working on hearing aids for his daughter and trying to figure out like what you know what's what you see newspaper clippings where it basically tells you you know the aliens you know they have protective armor they can't be killed they they hunt by sound nobody can figure this out so a bunch of scenes happen where people make noise the aliens show up uh Emily Blunt steps, or she steps on it, or she gets a nail free on a step and steps on it. They never fixed this damn nail, which really bothered me throughout the two movies. <laughs> never, no, nobody thought, hey, maybe I should fix this friggin' nail. Um, she goes into labor uh, when aliens are around, and they set off fireworks to distract them. They got a whole soundproof room built for the baby in like a box with an oxygen tank. It all takes place on the farm. It all takes place. The whole first movie takes place in this basically this one day. Um, because she goes into labor, everybody gets separated. 
and you know he's got a, her her and him are try, after the baby's born or basically go into the spiel about how you know who are they as parents if they can't protect their kids an alien's about to kill his kids and Krinsky just starts yelling to to save their lives he dies which is just heartbreaking and at the very end of the movie um they're in the basement with the baby they an alien finds them and somehow the deaf daughter plays with um like she just plays with her hearing aid that makes a noise and the alien starts to freak out and so I guess she realizes that the frequency coming from the hearing aid that the dad made, like with super amplification to help her hear, uh, makes it vulnerable and it comes out of its armor a little bit. And then Emily Blunt just blows its head off with a shotgun. And then it ends with them looking at the security cameras and two more aliens are coming and she just she just cocks the shotgun, which was so sexy. And that's the first movie. Um I dug it. I, I thought I thought it was shot incredibly well, and and uh, Krasinski wrote and directed the thing. Yeah. It was wrote it was wrote by somebody else, but they they rewrote it like three or four times, and he was the last guy to have the last touches on it. Um, so I love the way they shot it. I really liked the interplay of the sound with his daughter who was deaf when she was around, and it was completely silent. Like they basically put you in her head, like what she was hearing. Oh yeah. So like, there's a giant alien like creeping behind her who one can't hear, can't can't see her because I guess they're blind, but she's not making any noise, but she can't hear it. Uh, I really liked when they, especially the scene where the little the little kid dies in the beginning. Um, that whole like scene with it, where it in a play where she, you just see the parents' faces and they're just like, oh my god, he's making noise and she can't hear anything, and then looks yeah. terrified. Uh, so I really liked the way it was shot. I thought it was a cool concept and a cool story, um, and I just kind of liked the way that it played out. Not somebody die like a lot of movies are afraid to kill characters nowadays and. You know, I mean, you know, Krasinski, I mean, it's a franchise now. There's going to be, you know, multiple movies of this. And he's probably the, I mean, Emily Blunt's probably the most famous actress because she's been in big time movies and he's still kind of a TV guy. Um, but I mean, he, he dies in it. So, uh, I, again, I liked it. I have a couple nitpicks. What did you think of the first? I know you, you watched the first one a while ago. Any good memories of it? Yeah. So, one of the ways that they figure out, that they can kind of beat the hearing of these things is they go behind a waterfall and they could like scream and talk and do whatever. So I thought basically the sound of water falling was like a way that they like were able to throw off the aliens. I thought that was kind of brilliant. Well, I think, and I th- yeah, I think it was if th- they can make noise as loud, as long as something else is making more noise than them, which was yeah, like the so water. They used, like the yeah. waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Was, yep. So it was cool. I thought it was really cool. Um, so the, um, speaker interference with her hearing aid, that was, that was awesome. The way they use silence just to build suspense throughout the movie was fantastic. And then killing the child early, like you said, was like, (sighs) just like, it sets the tone of like, holy crap this movie is for real <laughs> so and I, and I, I joked with you i was like am i a terrible person that i thought that kid got what he deserved <laughs> for not listening to his dad you're like yeah you're a terrible person and then your son what your son was acting up and i was like what show him this first scene and show him what happens <laughs> when you don't listen to dad he'd have nightmares <laughs> all right so let's do that you want to do the two brew rating uh, look, can I do my 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 pick and nits yeah, on the yeah, first sure. one? 
Um, pretty pretty bad parental planning. Um, so, <laughs> well, because because uh, here's I I knew she was pregnant from the trailers because they the the infamous scene from the trailers is her in the bathtub get, having the baby with the alien right there. Oh right, yeah. Um, so it starts out on day eighty nine in the movie. It then goes to day four seventy three. 383 days pass so she got pregnant one after the kid died and two like during all of this like you really you think that was probably a great idea like maybe give it a year or two to maybe we you know figure out a way to kill some of these aliens before we you know start procreating not working our our po game um Plus, like, are you really? I mean, how how bad's Krasinski in bed that like they're doing the hunka chunka and not making any noise to attract the aliens? I I don't know. I thought that was a little. Uh, I thought that was a little poorly timed. But the funny thing was, I read some reviews, and some people get crazy with this stuff. Somebody somebody had a a, a critic actually had a review that the movie was was too political because it obviously was made just to show pro choice. I, I was like, how do you even get that from this movie? I was like, they clearly just made her pregnant to add to the suspense and the like is the problems they would have to face with right, making Columba. making somebody noise. thought that. Oh yeah, that was what I texted you. I was like, I, I have to say this on the pod. That's somebody who just needs a life. Like I was like, it was just to add to pro life co- or pro choice. Oh sorry, pro choice. My bad, pro choice. Wait, you said pro choice. Would it be pro life? Oh, I guess it was. I think it, I forget what it was. I guess it was pro life. Whatever the I case is, I... it's it's absurd. It's like, yeah. dude, they just it was just it was just to, it was just to add more obstacles that they had to overcome yeah, while trying exactly. while trying to trying to survive extinction from an unbeatable alien. Um, and then my other my other nitpick was I, I thought the concept of the aliens was cool, but I I don't get the hearing thing because so they hunt by noise, okay, but then what because. So the kid, the first scene makes sense because the kid's playing the rocket ship and he's not turning it off. So the alien hears him, runs and gets him. But like the dad's running after him and is like literally a foot away from this alien as he kills the son. Like he, how does he not know that the father's there? And then like, it was like they'd make a noise and an alien would start running. But like, they'd be like, he'd be like, you know, a mile away, but then still be able to find them. Like, did it then, was it? It, it couldn't smell because there were people like five feet in front of them and they couldn't see them. I thought that was a little inconsistent. Like it didn't ruin anything for me, but I'm just like, so like if it hears you once, like how does it then get you? Because then if you're just quiet, like there's no other way for it to find you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and then I just, I thought it was the, the whole thing about the, uh, the hearing aid, which I thought they kind of stole that from science, like kind of the ending and the twist, like how it was Meryl swing away and the water. Um, but the thing when, when it's hearing, like it opens, it's like armor to the face, like more than just when it hears those sounds. I, I didn't, I didn't get why they, they couldn't shoot it when it was doing it without the noise. But other than that, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. I just, uh, those were just a couple of things that I was like, I don't get it, but let's do the rating. Okay, sure. Um, all right, so the rating on Quiet Place 1. Acting, I gave it a 3. I do too. I, I thought it delivered perfectly, and there was, like, no dialogue. So it was all just, like, facial mm-hmm. expression. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I agree. Writing, I gave it a 3. Uh, two and a half. Okay. Plot, I gave it two and a half. I gave it a 3. 
Yeah, that's where you and I flip flop. But interesting. Yeah. Feel slash genre. I gave it a three. It was yeah, the silence time. made it so suspenseful. Big time. Um, rewatchability. I gave it a one point two five. I I don't I don't think it's something you rewatch. Uh, I gave it a two. I could I could rewatch it again. Okay. So for me, I gave it, a, it my total was twelve point seven five. At a thirteen and a half. Okay, so what does that put us? Thirteen point five plus thirteen point one total. Five. My two. So thirteen point one out of fifteen. Okay, I I did my math wrong. Thirteen point one. Almost almost as high as Tenant. <laughs> yeah, I mean no, no, I mean they're both really good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Well, the best part about this is for the the what a what a home run. The budget for the movie was twenty two million dollars. It made three hundred and like ninety million dollars. Yeah, I mean. Insane. Makes sense because it just killed it. Um. All right. So, part uh, two, which is Qu- Quiet Place Two. So, uh, I'll, I'll recap this one. Um. Basically, they go back to day one, like the day this all broke, and it's like a little league game, and John Krasinski's buzzing all around his little hometown. Um. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of this little t-ball game or or little league game or whatever, there's just like this streak in the sky and everyone's like i guess we need to go home and then all of a sudden there's these aliens that are just like sniping people out yeah um and uh killian murphy is like a family friend of theirs and you kind of meet him early on and then uh after this day one where they kind of break up or whatever and they end up in krasinski's family ends up in his house then all of a sudden it jumps to the day after Krasinski dies, right? Yes. Is it, yeah, the day after. Yep. Um, so after a couple of days, I guess the wife is basically like, "All right, like the, the they decide like we gotta do something and well, we gotta the, move." The, the house is on fire too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot that detail. Anyway, yeah. so they they gotta move. Um, they end up stumbling across. Uh, or they, or they see fire in the distance, and they're like, oh, Dad always lit fires, so, like, let's go see what that is. And they head out that way, um, and they're trying to be quiet. Next thing you know, the son steps on a friggin' bear trap and is screaming his lungs out. That was wild. That was terrifying. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. uh... So then uh, it ends up being Killian Murphy who basically has this abandoned warehouse like booby trapped and he has like a, a quiet room where he could go which doesn't have any oxygen in it so he can only stay in it for like so long. But he's like – anyway, so they meet up with him and now they got to like nurse this kid back to health. The baby's oxygen tank is running <sighs> out. So they got to go get more oxygen tanks, this, that, and the other thing. Um, they hear something on the radio where it's like – uh, I forget the song "Beyond the Sea." Yeah, um, "Beyond the Sea," waiting for me. Da, 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 I forget. And we go sailing. Yeah. So they hear that song on the radio, and the and the deaf girl is like, "Oh, it's, it's, it's a um, it's it's a clue. It's we a gotta, signal." Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a thing beyond the sea. So then they, uh, she runs away and goes to, you know, go beyond the sea. And Killian Murphy has to go after her. And they come across some unruly people on the docks. And then you know the 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 aliens come and try and get them on the docks. And 
they get in a boat and or no they jump in the water i don't know whatever the case is they they ran into feral humans and then they had to uh escape yeah. via the water yeah they had to escape yeah. and 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 uh so the aliens come and take up take out all the feral humans and Killian Murphy's like in the water, like uh, I guess doing a little bit of splashing and gulping for air and makes noise. And one of them like comes after him, but falls in the water and they can't and swim. Yeah. Um. And then they, he hops on a boat with the deaf girl, and they run out to this island. And sure enough, there's people living peacefully, like normal lives on this island. But of course, one of these aliens like stumbled somehow on a boat, which somehow. Well, like, it was the two. I think it was the two aliens that were on a boat as they were escaping and the boat somehow drifted to the island. And so then they got to take out the aliens and then they got to go back and get the mom and all this stuff. And again, they use the hearing aid to like broadcast it on the radio to broadcast the radio and like save the day. And the brother, you know, the mom gets the, uh, the, 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 uh, oxygen tanks for the baby. Anyway, they bring it all together and save the day blah 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 it's it's that it's basically that these high frequency pitches make these things that hunt by hearing and have no other that hearing is the only sense these aliens have so like they these high frequency things make these aliens freak out and then they stab them in the face and voila so and that that's where it leaves off is like okay so now you're left wondering like okay so are they gonna go kill the other ones or like just the ones in the area or like what's what's the next part of this like well and they don't yeah saga. and they don't they don't reunite the daughter and Killian murphy with the the mother and the son so again there's going to be a quiet place three because they're going to make another yeah. 300 million dollars so exactly so um on that note let's just get into the uh the ratings and we could we could discuss why we rated it that way because I, I i feel like that has i feel like i have some some comments okay that way um Acting again, I'll go with three. I, I thought Killian Murphy was a little bit underutilized, but um, that wasn't his fault. I'll, I'll give it a three again. Yeah, I did too. I, I, I would have given it a three just on that little, uh, that little kid's that kid's shrill when he got caught in the bear trap. I was, oh man. Uh, writing, I gave it a two point two five. Um, I, I docked it down from the previous one because I thought it basically just relied on the first one a lot and they didn't like build up a lot of new stuff which was fine i mean that's the point of the sequel but i just yeah it's only like it's only in. a day it's only a day later right so then you go through yeah. one day uh, i give it i give it a two because uh, i only wanted two and a half so i docked it a little bit too yeah yeah uh plot again i gave it a 2.25 again I, I thought it was fine but like we're not even moved that much further in like the world like what's going on in this world like it, it was a very good story on like what was going on. That's why I gave it a two point two five. But like, I thought it just kind of left a lot of questions still. Um, I gave it a I gave it a two because while they can't swim, they apparently can sail. The aliens. Yeah. So I, I was gonna bring that up. Um, but God, let's we can keep going through the ratings. Okay. Okay. So uh, feel slash genre. Um, Again, it gave it two point five. You know, the 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 quietness was very suspense, suspenseful. But again, they relied on a lot of the first one. It didn't really build a ton of new stuff in there. I gave it a three. I I still I still thought it was ter- equally terrifying. I, I I was not as terrified this time around because I I was a little bit desensitized. Rewatchability. I gave it the same as before. One point two five. Yeah, I gave it two. 
So that that put me at eleven and a half. And I was at twelve, so eleven point seven five. A little bit below the first one. Um, yeah. still a very good movie. Um, so we'll see where they go with it. My my, my pick and nits what with it was um. Uh, oh, what was the first thing I was gonna say? Um. Ah, uh, shoot! I forget the first thing I was gonna say. I didn't because I don't think I wrote it down. Um, but so when when the first one starts drowning, right? And I'm like, ah, sweet. So all you got to do is, like, go on a boat out in the middle of the harbor and, like, make a bunch of noise and try and get them to come after you. And, like, Ooh, good call. they'll just jump in because they're blind, and yeah. then they'll just drown. And then, and then like, that didn't happen. And I'm like, oh. So, like, you could easily set up booby traps of, like, just stand out there and, like, make a bunch of noise. But you're not going to do that, are you? I was like, okay. Um, and then I just thought like piggybacking off of that i'm like so so they've mastered space travel <laughs> but, they, but can't, they can't figure out a boat they can't do the doggy paddle i'm like okay whatever <laughs> um and like again i thought they could have used like the sound of water like better um which well she well i guess emily she emily did Blunt she did it, it temporarily it, yeah to like to get out of it out of a sticky situation but like well like where else are they got i guess like i mean waterfalls aren't growing on trees like what else could, could she have done with water i well that place clearly had one running water so i mean you could just turn the water on and like perpetually like why i, I don't know but i think but, i just think there's a difference between like a waterfall drowning out your noise versus and the river versus like you know the faucet yeah Whatever. Those are just my. I'm with you. I wasn't even thinking that. Like, why? Why didn't the government, on a large scale attack, think about setting setting up the boats in the water and getting them to come out? Like, forget. I get. I get. Kill you. Like those guys. You know, they're trying to find the source. But maybe the government should have tried to. Yeah, that. I, I, it feels like the government would have this a little bit more under control. Yeah. Like not even the like the military. Like. Yeah. Like these things don't. These things aren't like the white spikes in uh, Tomorrowland. Like they, these things feel a little bit more beatable. Beatable. Yeah, once you, yeah, I mean they can't. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. But that's a good call by you. Yeah. Um my only my only pick and nits was I I thought it was a little corny at the end with the uh the radio station save them and all that stuff with the with the music and whatever. Oh, yeah, that was my other my, that was my other pick and nits. Like so they had the um the song as like a code to go yeah. out past why the hell was it a code? Like, why? Did, like those things can't hear. Or, or I'm sorry, they they those things don't know English. Like, you know, and they can't get out there. So like, I don't just be like, hey, that we have a community on the island. Like, come on out. I wonder if it was to like <sighs> keep dumb people away. Well, not just dumb people, but like to avoid a huge mass crowd of people that would attract a bunch of noise. And it's not maybe that much huge mass of people left. And right? lead them there. I don't know. Well, they don't know that they're on the island by themselves. Yeah, I I, I didn't get that. Like, or like be... maybe, or maybe just like feral people, like the feral humans, so they wouldn't be able to figure it out. Uh, like, yeah, I. I... I, I don't understand. Like, it would be hard to be a bad guy though in 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 that world because like if someone's attacking me, like all I gotta do is like scream and make noise, like and they're fucked. Like I could, I could, they're probably gonna kill me, but like you're you're toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's it, that part didn't really make make sense. To the me. feral humans. Yeah, I didn't really like that either. Well, I mean, it, I I understand that like a loose group like that might have be 
be able to last maybe like a year tops. But like, I get like uh, just the whole like why why is there a code like who 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 are you like who are you trying to protect it from like someone who can't decode it like I I got you I'm with you no I I I I definitely don't disagree with you oh dude that train that train scene was terrifying too. I was going to say, the only time I jumped is when she was in that train and all of a sudden that big flock of birds like busted through there. The conductor door? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that was terrifying. I was like, oh, I, shit. That was the only time I jumped. But uh, I, the, jumped, I, I, jumped. I, I jumped at the bear trap. I was like, oh, my God. And that was maybe just more like like I could like – I was picturing my leg being caught in a bear trap, like a, I, like a steel, rusty bear trap. I didn't jump like I jumped with that bird thing, but I jumped like and ha- put my hand over my mouth like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, his shrill. Oh my god. Yeah, so stuff. um pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, I'd be um, curious to see where they where they go with it for the third. I again, I haven't seen anything that they're making a quiet place three, but again, the way they ended it where they don't reunite the family and she just leaves the thing on the radio. You gotta figure they're gonna I mean, why not? I mean might as well try he might as well try to make a billion dollars at this point. Yeah, might as well. And I dug, I dug, I dug a little bit of the backstory with day one. You know, I'm a slave for backstory. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a whore for backstory. Oh my god, give it all to me, feed me. Cool. All right. Um. Well, I think it's our longest pod yet. Um, It was worth it. So much NBA stuff. So much quiet place. I mean, so much us. We're just, we're just, we're just two juicy fellas. You really brought it today, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thanks. You did too, man. You were good. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get you to, uh, to Luke Longley status in, uh, over the next five pa- pods. What is that? Oh, up from Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah, up to Luke Longley. Luke Longley. Can I at least be Bill Cartwright? <sighs> Maybe Judd Bushler. Judd Bushler. Eh, I'd rather be Steve Kerr. John Paxson. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. How about, I don't know. How about um uh uh Craig Hodges at least won all those like three point contests. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe 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 you'll be Hodges. Let's, 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 let's Although Horace it. Grant went and signed that big contract with the Magic. Let's uh let's not get ahead of ourselves. Fine. All right, man. Well, as usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out, everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd, get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud.